Yo, 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 Skirty McDirty Boy. What is up, my guy? Skirty McDirty Boy. That's, That's you. Cool. That's kind of, I like that, Skirty McDirty Boy. Oh, because you don't shower. It's funny because I literally did just shower, but it was my first shower in two months. I haven't showered in a few days. <laughs> hey, sometimes it just be like that, you know? It's, all I've been doing is fucking... from home. He's like, I don't do nothing. Yeah, and I can't go to the gym or anything. Literally, all I've been doing is sitting on my couch. I was, like, texting Lex about it. Like, she was like, I feel like you're in a bad mood. I was like, yeah, dude, I wake up, I go to the couch, I fucking sit in the same spot all day. Like, I can't go I can't go to the gym. Like, that's yeah. where I get a lot of my happiness from. That, like, kind of sets the tone for my days, puts me in a good mood. Can't do that, blah, blah, blah. So today she was like, I'm going to wake up when I leave for work, and you're going to, like – do a little like seated yoga and like maybe read a little bit and like have a morning. And I was like, some okay. laps around the house on your crutches. <laughs> I've abandoned the crutches. I'm just oh, booting yeah. it now. Yeah. Oh, all right. You just walk on the boot. Yeah. It's kind of tough to walk on, especially when my other foot is barefoot because I'm so off balance. Yeah. Uh, but it's easier than crutches and I can carry things. Are you going to bring the crutches down when you come down? Maybe. Only because I feel like it might be a lot of like scooting around. So I don't know if I want to be on my foot that much. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, we have a bar across the street that you could walk to, but if we go downtown, it might be a little bit of walking. We're not going to walk yeah. there, but like just when we do get there and walk around. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what the doc says tomorrow. How I guess in the like morning. Pain-wise? It's dude, it's like way better. Like I can like move my ankle now in circles, um, which I couldn't do before. The swelling has gone down a lot. It looks really good. It doesn't really hurt except for when I turn it certain ways, but like I also like yeah. don't put full weight on it. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm gonna have to ask them to take X-rays again. I don't know if they're gonna want to because they might be like, "Oh, like you're not that bad. It's probably just a sprain." Blah, yeah, blah, was, that sounds like a high ankle sprain after after about a week of of it like happening, dude. And if you have that type of movement in your ankle, it's probably just a sprain. But also like the chances of you like if you're not secure about it, the chances of you hurting it again are pretty high. So you got to be careful. Yeah. Um, I know like my sister and somebody else both had like, were told that they just had like bad ankle sprains, kind of like walked it off type deal. Like this was like older, like while there were adults and both of them had broken bones in their foot. That was like causing them all the pain. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, I, remember that I would like to just, Sandra. yeah, I was like, I would just like, to, I think maybe get like x-rays be sh- again be sure because you said, it. you said that you couldn't see anything the last time. Cause I was so swollen. So maybe just like take some x-rays for, you know, a little peace of mind. Right. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. What time is your uh, appointment tomorrow? It's at 9. Oh, nice. Get it out of the way early. Yeah. Lex going to drive the whole way. Until until Lex is uh, done with work. Speaking of Lex, had to to debut the shirt on the pod. Oh, yeah, I peeped that. The amazing fantasy Spider-Man guy. Shit's gas. Um. I actually just looked at her sister's uh, posted like on Instagram, like all the picture, a bunch of pictures of their animals. They have like two lizards, a snake, a dog. I might be forgetting something, but I think that might be it. I feel like there's something else. I don't know. And she posted a picture and like her boyfriend was you. All you could see was like a shirt, but he was wearing a Spider-Man shirt in it too. And I was like, no shit. Oh, sounds like a cool dude. That's a cool Not dude. Too shabby. I don't know Not why. I don't know. Oh, it's because you were just naming off like the random pets that they have. But uh, I saw this TikTok the other day, and it was – do you know who Tio Vaughn is? He's on Joe Rogan yeah. sometimes. Yep. 
it was yep. a clip of his podcast and this other like girl comedian and she was like don't you just love rats like i have like rats as a pet they're so cute or whatever and tio's just like uh i wouldn't say i love rats he goes but one night i did have to stay with he was like what are they? He's like, they're like the limousine of rats. And she goes, huh? He goes, ferrets. He goes, I had to stay in a room with a ferret. He goes, the yeah. limousine of rats, bro. What a fucking way to describe a ferret. Shout out Camilla Ferret, having head ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the only Shit, ferret I've ever that. met. Same. It's the only ferret I've ever seen, like, probably in real life. Yeah. I've seen videos of those little fuckers. The limousine of rats. <laughs> Yo, that dude is funny as shit. He really is, dude. I don't know how his mind works that way. He just always has, like, the perfect way to, like, describe things in the funniest fucking ways. Yep. Yep. I he has a few Netflix specials. I gotta watch them. Is it him doing stand-up or, like, mm-hmm. other shit? Mm. No, it's him doing stand-up. Andrew Schultz has really good stand-up. I would love to see him live. He has. Did you see... His newest one that like they got took or it got taken off Netflix or like he didn't put it out on Netflix because they didn't approve of the jokes that he made in it. So he like I've bought never it back. seen any of his actual stand up. I've only oh, ever seen like dude. TikTok and like or like Instagram real like clips. His stand ups are fucking hilarious, man. Like he has I think he has a few on YouTube and he has a few on Netflix, but they're so good, bro. They're just so unhinged. Dude, all the clips that I see of him on Instagram, it's like him like picking out somebody in the crowd and just fucking roasting them (laughs) so bad dude and i'm like this is awesome i'd love to go see this because then it's not like scripted shit you know what i mean yeah it's him just doing it off the cuff his crowd work is amazing it really is his podcast uh they had i forget flagrant i think it's called flagrant foul or something like that but um they had joe rogan on a few weeks ago and i watched it it was really good Interesting. They were trying to get um so Joe was like rolling up a blunt or he had like these pre-rolled blunts that he brought and they're trying to get the uh Indian guy that's like the co-host of that podcast to smoke cuz he's like never smoked weed before. And so he like took this little tiny baby hit or whatever and Joe was like clowning on him for like not inhaling or whatever. And so he hit it again and then like 10 minutes later you could tell he was baked just by like the way he was talking and the way he was like giggling mm-hmm. and stuff. And then he was like I feel like I'm high but I'm not like high high. So Joe like rolled up another blunt, made him smoke it, and then like fifteen minutes later, the student's just sitting in a chair, just not Zooted. listening to the conversation, just staring at the wall. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it was like when Elon went and smoked with Joe Rogan, he wasn't really inhaling it either. No, you could tell by the way when they exhale it. If it comes out like, like it trickles out, you can tell like you didn't inhale it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There, it's so I think easy also to tell. you can tell by the thickness. Yeah. Yep. Um, that's like, cause like when I used to like French inhale or like try to blow O's, like if I didn't like inhale all the way, it always came out thicker and Super I could do thick. better tricks with it. Yeah. That's why I like to do the French inhale first. Cause it's like, okay, like now I'm like inhaling it. Right. And then I could try to blow some O's, but it's not going to be as thick. But right. If you just like take a hit and then try to blow O's like, yeah, you're going to have thicker smoke, but then you're not getting as high. But like, I guess it it's different cool. if you're doing vape tricks versus smoking a joint. Because if I'm, if I'm hitting a vape, I'm like, whatever, dude, I don't really care if I, like, hit this an extra time and I don't get anything out of it. You know, but, like, if I'm smoking a joint, I don't want to be wasting my weed. Right, dude. Like, I got – this is a thing of delicacy. Exactly. Um, Speaking of Joe Rogan, did you watch the Aaron Rodgers episode? 
No, I'm one of my home. top five favorite Joe Rogan episodes. I dude. feel like it would be really good because Aaron Rodgers is like a celebrity, the- but he's also done a lot of shit. And dude, he's like the perfect conversationalist to have with Joe. Like they just like go back and forth on topics that they're like both they both have similar like stances on, and you kind of get like the perspective of like the same stance, but like in different ways. You know what I mean? Like they go yeah. over like his whole COVID situation and. Aaron Rodgers kind of describes like his routine during COVID and like the reasons why he didn't get vaxxed and stuff. And the media, like when that whole thing came out, like it it was skewed so much, dude. Like the way he described it's it's so eye opening, bro. It was crazy. But and also it made me just really love Aaron Rodgers. I've I've always been like neutral about him. I'm like, he's Aaron Rodgers, he's like, you know, top five all time quarterbacks. Maybe that might be argue arguable. That might be but, a little hot, but yeah, but like I mean, he's been a top five, no doubt, for the last for his career, 10 to fifteen years, right? Exactly. And so, like, I always just like had respect for Aaron Rodgers, but like this episode made me like like Aaron Rodgers and like his demeanor and just kind of like you get to know him better as like a non Packers yeah. fan. So it was really cool. Yeah, and I think it's also cool because he's older and like more mature. It's it's like you're not gonna get the same guys like middle of your career Aaron Rodgers like he's gonna have a way different look at life or in like the NFL and his right. career in general right. just because he's already done so much shit right and he talks and he's about already accomplished so much he talks about like his uh, psychedelic journey too when he did like the ayahuasca thing or whatever yeah and he just talks about like how he did it and he goes afterwards like I, it's not like i was walking around with like this hate in me before or, like this negative energy but like everybody to an extent has a little bit of that and he goes after that journey i just felt it like not it wasn't existent like inside of me he's like it's hard to describe but like i just felt like the purpose of everything was just like love and like kindness and i didn't have like this kind of like chip on my shoulder anymore about like proving myself or any of this shit and it was just really cool to hear like his stance on that Maybe I shouldn't do it yet. Maybe I got a little bit more grinding left to do. I need a little. I need a chip on my shoulder. Yeah, I mean, otherwise I just become complacent. I feel like, but maybe you'll I enjoy your life more. I wouldn't say complacent. I would just say like it just like per, like makes you like pursue to be a happier person, like more kind person, and it just like makes you appreciate like life and nature and like all living things more so than just like having this like. Per, non-peripheral view of like you know everything around me doesn't matter i just have like this one lane aspect or view of like what i need to do and what i need to accomplish like a robot pretty much yeah or a scrobot and they go scrobots <laughs> <laughs> they go into uh like big pharma and all like the pain med- medication that like football players are on and stuff and he's like he was like dude i'm gonna listen to it he goes i played I played on Percocet before, like, and it was crazy. Like, it's more rampant than the average, like, fan thinks, and it's just really interesting. I, um, just today I finished my, the book that I was reading called Empire of Pain. Banger. Um, and it's, like, all about the family that owned the company that, like, created oxycotton yeah and then it's about like how gnarly they pushed it how much money they made off of it and how like ultimately at the end of the day like they never really got in trouble for it ended up paying like a bunch of money back but after like 07 they pled guilty to like a federal charge the company got sued and like the family was never really involved 
So then the family like was like, well, this is probably like a bad sign of things to come. So they took like all their money out, like billions on billions of dollars out of the U.S. And then, you know, when the company was getting sued and they were like actually named in it, the family members were, they filed for bankruptcy. When you file for bankruptcy, it like halts all the lawsuits against you. Um, so the company went bankrupt and like paid some money back and then like dude why are there just like so many loopholes with shit like that i don't understand i don't know and it's all fucked dude and it's all about like they also talked about how the person that approved oxycontin then went on to work at purdue like at purdue pharma um and I something actually recently just came out. The person that it used to be in charge of approving like e-cigarettes at the FDA just resigned and started like a high-profile job with Philip Morris. Who like I didn't look too too far into them, but like if you Google Philip Morris, they're like we're a cigarette alternative. Like so you're not like smoking tobacco. Like they make e-cigs and maybe like maybe patches and stuff. I didn't really look into it, but I'm assuming e-cigs. Otherwise, like why the fuck would you highlight that? Like this dude that literally like from the FDA that said no your shit's good is now going to work for the company that they approved products for. Did it did it talk about how they got like FDA approval at all like with the research that they submitted or anything for their product? Uh yeah it did and it pretty much said like we know that our research doesn't back up the claims that we're trying to make but like whatever no big deal just let us make these claims or whatever because their thing was. It'll last you 12 hours, so you only have to take, like, one a day or one every 12 hours, right? And they're like, well, from all of our research studies, everyone that tried it, like, had said that their pain, like, came back, like, pretty significantly within, like, maybe, like, four hours to go. So, after, like, eight hours. So, like, they knew it wasn't good for 12 hours. They knew it wasn't, like, as long-lasting as they thought it was. But they were like, nah, you should just let us say that anyway. And they were like, all right. Yeah, because then people are going to be taking more pills because their pain goes or comes back after like four hours. And then they take another pill after four hours. And then they're eventually going to run out and have to buy more because they're addicted. Yeah, well, then they started pushing on. They're like, all right, you know what? We should just give everybody higher doses and more of them, like more higher milligrams and like more times a day. They start selling 80s, and they started out like fives and tens. Like now they start selling 80 milligrams. Jesus. It's like that's ridiculous, bro. Well, they were talking about in that episode about how like those companies submit their own research to the FDA to get approved. So it's like yep. it's not like it's all biased research because it's it's that'd be like me being like I don't know like here I researched this product I want to sell you, but I'm not going to put anything negative that I found in this research. So here Correct. you go. So it's, it's it's all just so fucked, dude. And those are the same motherfuckers that were getting pressure from left, right, and center, and probably getting some you know money incentives that were approving these fucking vaccines that went out. And now it's like, yeah, I feel like there's a lot of negative shit that I've seen coming out about vaccines lately. Yeah. Yep. Well, dude, I'm saying, dude, just go listen to the episode. They like Aaron Rodgers goes yeah. into huge detail about all that stuff, and it's like super eye opening. Yeah. When uh, the doctor prescribed me like Napromex or something like that when I for my ankle, and I was like, I don't know, man, I gotta look it up, and it's just like in a leaf, like it doesn't have any of the things that like Oxy has in it or like like any of those like active ingredients. But I was like, whatever, I'm just gonna check now. I'm not just gonna take whatever bulls prescribing me. Yeah, that's what I did when I got my uh, wisdom. Remember when I broke my wisdom tooth and I had to get it like yanked out yeah. of my face. I forget what it was exactly he prescribed me, but I was I was so uneasy about taking it. I was like, dude, I could honestly just take a few ibuprofen. Like, I know I'm going to be in pain for a few days, anyways. Like, 
but oh, it was like some sort of codeine that he gave me, but it was like, it mm-hmm. wasn't like the highest power codeine. It was like the third or second or third level of it. But I was like, still, I'm like, taking this isn't going to help me like that much significantly. So I'm just going to put some ice on my face, pop a few ibuprofen and I ended up just throwing it yeah. out. But I don't even know what they prescribed me. Cause I mean, I was like, no, nah, I, I don't need it. I'm good. Yeah. Pain, never heard of her. I got all former wisdom teeth out at the same time. And I was like, I'm chilling. I had a smoothie right after <laughs> the next day. I went the next day. I did exactly what you're not supposed to do. And I smoked a blunt with my boys. <laughs> oh, dude, that's like, that's actually like pretty bad because like that's what they said. Like if you smoke afterwards, it creates like these air pockets. You a dry socket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that sounds yeah. painful as fuck. But I was like, fuck it, we ball. Okay, so I smoked a blunt I'm with and my boys. <laughs> that is, I'm trying to live it up. G. Uh, that's funny. Uh, maybe I was a little reckless living life on the edge. Should we uh get into our little trip that we had last week? We had a trip. To the New York, to the Bronx, baby. To Bronx, to, Bron- <laughs> to Bronxville, New York. <laughs> so, so Johnny comes up in the wee hours of the night. <laughs> the next day, we go. We hit up Yankee Stadium for the Yankees Mets game. So, first of all, we're cruising up there, doing the drive. We get into the city. We stop at this light. There's one car in front of us. And out of nowhere, we see this BMW come through from the other way, like other direction, makes a left-hand turn right in front of us. Like, oh, shit. Cop comes skirting behind him. And then, like, another cop or two. And then a couple undercover guys. All these fucking cops are chasing him. And then, like, you know, I hear an ambulance. And, like, there's some other cops, like, hanging out. And then I hear a tire screeching. And I see the fucking BMW coming up an alleyway on the right of us. And he's hopping over curbs and shit. He's got these fucking – there's, like, a – a whole camp of kids, like 20 kids all wearing these fucking bright green shirts. They're jumping out of the way, trying to not get smoked by this dude. He comes back into like our road, goes back into the lane of cars that he came from. Now he's going like head on to him, skirting in and out of traffic, cop following him. The dudes that were like, got out of their undercover cop car, got back in and skirted, started following him. It was, it was pretty scary, dude. I was fully expecting like gunshots to pop out. Like, I was nauseous. I was like my stomach yeah, dropped a little yeah. bit. And then Lex is sitting there like rolling the windows down, like, oh, let's get a trying to see what's get going a better on. view of this. And then that, like literally five seconds later, the fucking BMW cars comes barreling over the fucking curb, almost murks a group of kids. Yeah. Cops come flying yeah. in behind them. We're like, we could pretty much see Yankee Stadium from that point. Like we were very close to the stadium. We were so close. Um yeah, and then, like, right after that, I was like, it was like, bust a U-turn. I'm like, all right. So we're driving up this fucking ramp, and there's it's freshly paved, not a single line painted on this thing. It's just, like, a fucking four-lane-wide black strip. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm just following <laughs> the cars in front of me. And then the cars start driving at us, and Lex is like, I don't think this is a one-way. This goes both ways. I'm like, well, I wouldn't know because there's not a single line <laughs> on this entire fucking street. <laughs> And then, so we get up to the stadium and park and we're walking out. And then do you remember when we were walking to uh, Billy's and we see that guy just like laying in the road and he had like the four cones placed around his body? What was that about, dude? So he's just laying in the street and they strategically placed four cones like in a square around his body. Yeah, dude was just fucking taking a snooze. The Bronx is a different breed, man. It really is. Yeah. It's a different world. It was fun, though. It was fun. Billy's was cool. Billy's was cool. Uh, that was my first time it was there. Massive. Huge fucking bar. Um, 
We saw that girl serving beer with the like incomprehensible size of titties. Remember that? Oh, oh my yeah. god, dude! Yeah, she was just like standing there selling beer, and like I walked by and like just looked at her, and I was like, I had to do like a double take because I didn't think it was real. I was like, bro, because sometimes you just see titties so big and popping it, so far out of a shirt, you're like, what, dude? People are doing that these it, days? Was, it wasn't even a <laughs> like. Still doing that? It wasn't even a like. Oh damn! Like nice titties. It was like a holy shit. Those are titties. <laughs> yeah, that's that's unreal. Yeah. That's all natural, uh, or like no, you got? Those I don't know, man. I I couldn't even. They, they should. Them shits have their own zip code. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that. So Billy's was cool. Then we get into the stadium. Um, good ass game, dude. It was so funny when we got into like our seats and uh, the bleacher creatures started doing roll call, and Lex like looked over at me and she was like, "Do they do this all game?" And I was like, "No, this is just this is nah. just the beginning. This is like the get gets the team in." In the right mindset. Um, I love sitting out in those seats, dude. That's the best spot in the stadium, like, by far. It's not even close. Yeah, I think that was, like, good. Like, especially being a neutral fan. Like, I didn't have to take any shade. Right. I could just sit there and, like, enjoy it. And, like, the atmosphere and the energy, like, was definitely great. I wouldn't mind doing Yankee Stadium from, like, seat seats and just kind of, like, chilling yeah. and watching the game. But I think sitting there was a lot of fun, dude. Like, it was definitely, like, full of energy. Well, that's the thing. If you go to a Yankees game where it's not so much of, like, a rivalry game, not even, like, the not even saying that the Mets-Yankees are even a rivalry, but it's obviously, like, you know, same city, especially this year with both, both teams, teams being, being so, so good. good. Like it's something you're going to get up yeah, for. But if it was like a Yankees, like Mariners game, sitting in sitting in seats on like the first or third base line is is prime. But like, the way to if do you're it. going to a Red Sox Yanks game or Mets Yanks game or even like an Astros Yanks game, you got to be out there with the Bleacher Creatures, man. They get the shit fucking popping. Like the energy is always just so loud and. such such like an exciting atmosphere to be around. Um, and yeah. plus we got a good game, and too. we were like. Yeah, we were, like, literally right behind the motherfuckers that do roll call. We were on a fucking video where we were, we were kind of on Prime a video. video. We were behind yeah. the people that were in a video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with, like, real fucking cameras, not like it was just taken on some cell phone. They had, like, the whole fucking camera crew to watch these bulls do roll call. No, roll yeah, call. shit was on TV. That was, like, the Amazon Prime video cast that I saw it on. Mm. Um, but it was cool, dude. And then, so I go to the fucking bathroom, like, halfway through the game. And I'm walking into the, like, the, the door's just a one-way push door. It pushes open, like, into the bathroom, but it doesn't push out. So I go in, I take a piss, didn't realize that you had to go through a different door for the exit. I thought it was just a, you know, which, I, I mean, at this point, we were both, like, several beers deep, like, feeling ourselves, like, not yeah. sober. And so I'm walking out the door I came in, and as I, like, go to reach for a handle that's not even there, like, there's not even a handle on the door, some dude comes flying through the door fucking smashes right into my big toe and just like jams half my toenail up and it hurt like a motherfucker when it happened but i was drunk and i was also like just happy to be at yankee stadium so i was like ah whatever like i'll I'll be fine i didn't even look at it and then as soon as we get back to the seats bro some fucking punk ass kid he's not even punk he's probably a very nice man but is walking like to his (laughs) seats past us so i like step back to let him through and his heel just comes straight down on the toe that just got slammed into the door. Oh my! So I'm God. sitting there like, like wincing, dude. Like that hurts so bad. Whatever. Games, fucking the game. It was great. Get back to the car to go home, and I peel off my sock, and my nail is just half of it is just bent straight up. 
blood everywhere all over my foot. I bled through my sock. I ruined my Yeezys. You can clean the Yeezys. Yeah, I throw them in the washer every now and then, but it just sucks because it's blood on white. It's kind of hard to get out, yeah. but... I saw this mom doing a mom hack. I can... I'll probably never find it again, but you can, you can do it. <laughs> a mom know? hack. Was it on TikTok? Yeah. She was... Nah, it was on Instagram. She was doing her son's uh, and her daughter's, like, shoes for first day of school because he had, like, these white Nikes, and she was like, I can't let him go to school with these crusty white shoes, so I'm going to have to clean them for him. I'm going to bleach them up. Nah, she just, like, washes them with, like, hot water and shit in the sink, and then she, like, sprays stuff on them, and then, like, after they dry, she sprays stuff on them, and then puts, like, tissues or paper towels on top of that, so, like... The shit that she sprays like lifts the dirt out of it, and then it gets caught, caught the... in the paper oh, towels. Okay. Um, and then she does like something else, and then she dries them. Hmm. Dude, TikTok actually has some great like shoe cleaning DIY shit. I've watched like yeah, I've like... watched people do a bunch of. It's just so satisfying to see like shoe restoration. Have you ever seen those videos? Yeah, yeah it's dope. Yeah. Um. I like the sh- when they color the shoes with Kool-Aid. Yeah, I saw that one. Or like Dude, coffee. I'm literally, I want to take these shoes and just drop them in like boiling red Kool-Aid and make them like red Yeezys and then paint these like the bottoms of them. Because I have two pairs of these, but might as well do do something with one of the pairs. I think you should put it into like a coffee. Ooh. I like it, dude. It makes like a nice cream. Ooh, coffee color would be sick. That would be dope. Yeah, but it's like a very light yeah. coffee. I mean, they're already kind of like, they're not white. They're like a light, a very light beige slash coffee already. But if I could get them to be like, I don't know, like a light brown, I think that would be sick. Yeah, you should try it. Um, And if you fuck it up, who cares, dude? Just doing the mom hack to clean them. Hashtag mom hack, hashtag DIY. Hash- <laughs> it might... It might not work if you if you coffee them completely right. and like that's your goal. Soak these things in coffee. It might not work if you try to mom. They'll probably them. smell great though, or bad. Nah, they'll probably they smell, smell like great. French vanilla on a Sunday morning. Mm. <laughs> I have some coffees that smell dead. Yeah, coffee in general just smells good. I always get like, yeah, yeah, it does. Right now I'm drinking this cinnamon roll coffee and it's fucking booty cheeks. I really? hate it. It sounded good, so I got it, but it's not good. That's how they like get it. you, dude. That's it. how they get you. They name it something yeah. that sounds delicious, and then it's just like bad product. Yeah, I just ordered um, some more coffee because I'm only I'm only drinking it because I'm like pretty much out of everything yeah. else. I have some bean coffee. I thought it was already ground up. It wasn't when I bought it from Pittsburgh, and it's just beans. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but I, I think I got like some more of the shit that I always get, and then I got a twelve pack of pumpkin spice because it's about okay. that time. Um, I'm looking forward to it. <gasps> Ooh, just love coffee, dude. I'm excited for fall. I'm excited for dude. Football. When you uh, maybe Saturday morning before we head to Myrtle Beach, we'll hit up uh, this coffee shop called Luna. It's our favorite place in Wilmington. It's like a mile and a half from our house, and it's right next to that record okay. shop I was telling you about. So we can hit the coffee shop, grab some Ooh. coffee, and then go look at some records. And then head to Myrtle. Yeah, um, you know, maybe about grab that. some brunch. There's yeah. this place called Brunches, and they have the fucking like best deal on uh, morning mimosas and like breakfast food, brunch food. It's so good. Um, is Mag's gonna be working Friday? She will be. Yeah, right? she works tomorrow and Friday. 
Okay. But I mean, we can go out. We can go we'll out see. and do some shit. Like, yeah, Lex has to work Friday, so she's got to be like kind of at the crib for the morning into the afternoon at least. Um, I think that's fine. We'll figure some shit out. Yeah. I, uh, for sure, I for kept sure. our tea time for tomorrow, and I'm just gonna go play by myself just to just to get a round in because I don't want to waste a day off of just sitting yeah. in the house. Um, so I, I, no, I, think I called idea. them today and I was like, Hey, I had a tea time for two tomorrow at 1130. Um, my partner broke his ankle, so we can't play. I was like, can I just come and play solo? And they're like, yeah, if we're busy, we'll pair you up with some people, but you can still come. And I was like, that's fine. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I just want to get yeah. some swings in, but no, nah, I would do the same fucking thing. I'm so upset that I can't I know that golf. sucks, dude. I feel so bad. Cause it's like, bro, we were going to get so much golf in too. I know. And Sunday, Sunday we're playing uh, this place in Conway called Wild Wing, Wild Wing Plantation, and it's. I think I've played there you? before. It's uh oh yeah, I think you have. It's so. like kind of by uh, Fairways a little bit. It's like right across the street from Fairways. Oh yeah, yeah. I have place is there. dope, dude. It's like kind of a hard course. Like the greens are real, real fast. It is kind of hard, and it's confusing to drive through because you're yeah. driving like down <laughs> yeah. the street and through the yep. neighborhood. You're like on the golf course, so you got to get from five to six, and you got to, you know, go down the street to the stop sign. Maybe yeah. right, drive three miles. You'll see Hank <laughs> wearing a KFC polo. <laughs> and Colonel Mustard is on the ninth hole with the fucking beverage cart. <laughs> that is. There's a there's this hole on that course that Jake and I love. It's a par four, but it's a drivable par four. But it's like to drive mm. the green, you really have to get a hold of it. It's not like a it's not easy to drive to. It's probably like 300 yards to the green, but um, on the right side is this pond of water, and it's a dogleg right, and it legs around the water, so if you just cut it over the water, you can hit the green, but in the fairway, there's like these fucking, like, it almost looks like uh, like a war, like, whoops. yeah, like big whoops, but it looks like um, craters from like a war, you know what I mean? It looks like bombs hit the ground, and there's just yeah, craters. Yeah. And so the last time Jake and I played and there- And then beautiful grass yeah, grow over And it. then like very finely trimmed <laughs> greens, like- but um, we played there last time, and Jake and I both, like, we drove towards the green, and both of our balls landed, like, on the fringe of the green, and it was just, like, the most satisfying, beautiful golf shot, like, I've ever had, dude. It was so cool to watch the ball just, like, float over the water and just, like, bounce and roll up a little bit and just land on the fringe. Of course, I three-putted, so I didn't get a birdie or anything, but... Boo. Yeah, it's, that's a fun hole. And there's a, there's a par three that's, like, 220 yards or some shit like that. So it's gonna hurt so bad to have to just sit and watch. Yeah, but at least you get to go. Yeah. It's Did you see same. Emery's text about uh River Oaks closing down? That's so yeah. whack, dude. That is whack for another, another development. Dude. They must be getting a fuck ton yeah. of money. Yeah, dude, that's all Myrtle Beach is gonna be like within the next fifteen years. It's just like housing developments, like half the fucking golf courses are gonna be gone. There was one in Surfside I used to work at called Wicked Stick, and it was an awesome golf course. And the summer I worked there was like the last few months it was open. And now it's just a huge, giant Damn. housing development. It's so sad, man. That's trash. And I, I like I, I get it if like the demand is there, but Myrtle Beach really isn't all that, dude. No. Like, I get wanting to, like, I and don't know. And you know what's going to suck is now that, like, you know, the less golf courses, they're not making more golf courses. Right. I can tell you that much because there's not any more land. So there's only going to be less golf courses, which means that they can all raise their prices, you know, supply and demand, just simple math. 
Right. And on top of that, fucking traffic is just going to get worse and worse and worse. And they're not doing any sort of infrastructure work on the roads there because it's already horrible. Yeah. The traffic, the traffic in horrendous. Myrtle Beach, like, since we went to college there, has gotten significantly worse, dude. Like, so much worse. Hmm. You think it's going to suck getting to and from the game on Saturday? What time's the game? Four? Uh, maybe not if we get there early. I don't know if it's a four or seven o'clock. I think it might be seven. Seven o'clock game would be sick. But I think if we get there early and tailgate and, like, you know, grill up some bergs and shit. Then, I think like, we'll be, you know, yeah, I think we'll be all right. Traffic, we got to uh, we got to find a good tailgating spot. Yeah, it's a seven, seven o'clock. o'clock so if we get there at, like, three, like, two or three. Maybe I don't know how long. How long is the tailgate usually? I think like getting there at three or four yeah, would be good. Give us like a few hours to grill up and get some beers in us, and like if we got there at four, right? Start the charcoal at four thirty. You could start grilling at five. Start eating at five thirty. Head over to the stadium at like six forty-five. Get to our seats. Yeah, All right, yeah, dude. It's gonna be such. I'm excited to have like a good game to watch too. You know what I mean. Yeah, because last time we went to the game, they played some poop sticks. But this week, we got Army. I mean, every Coastal game, every Coastal football game I've been to, they've always played some poop sticks. Yeah, facts. We're just steady blowing kids out. Steady blowing kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's going to be fun, though, dude. I'm excited for, for Coastal football to kick off. We got NFL kicking off in about a week. Ooh, Ooh, we We've been fucking... Dick deep in draft season right now, like it's it's uh, it's fun, dude. I'm excited. So, but also, I was gonna say when when Johnny San was here, although I may not get to golf this weekend, I got some golf in with Johnny when he was here. It was me, him, the next Tiger, <laughs> his daddy, like the Tiger Woods and his daddy. Dude, I was telling Don about them like when we golfed. And I was like, yeah, it was fun. Like we had a good time, but it was just like kind of weird because Kenny and I were there. We know we're not the greatest golfers. And it was just like a dad and his son who were like a lot better than us and also took it way more serious than us. So like, yeah, the son is like, the son is trying to go pro. He's like scanning every inch of the green for every putt and like lifting up his ball after every putt. And Kenny and I are just, you know, stepping up to our ball, giving it a good look and trying to make a putt. This kid is like, you know, understandably yeah. so. Like, I'm sure he shot well, but it was just like we were not on the same vibe as them, and they were also they were also pretty yeah. quiet. Like, I don't know. Anytime I tried to engage in conversation with one of the two, they were just pretty short and like, yeah, just like yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. But it was fun. We had some decent shots. Um, I played Hershey Country Club with Don on Saturday, and we hit the range before our round for like ten minutes completely yeah. completely fixed my slice on my irons dude like it was so nice to like actually have some sort of like consistency in my long irons it was so nice i just com- i completely stopped going up on my backswing fast and like gripping the club so tight so like i took a loose grip on my club and slowed down my swing and i was hitting the ball straight like almost every time it was so nice Maybe that's what I need to do, bro. I got to do something about my swing, the tempo of it, how I hit the ball, you know, how I set up, the way that I think when I golf. Every single thing that I do when I golf, I need to change. <laughs> it's still fun, though. That's what keeps you coming back. 
That's the beauty of golf, dude. Yeah. Plus, I get to go out, enjoy the weather, walk around right. a little bit. Right. That's all and good, It's just man. nice, like, especially when you're golfing with your boys, like, you throwing a few beers back, smoking a little weed, like, just all-time vibes. Yeah, dude. I will be for sure throwing a few beers back, smoking a little weed <laughs> yeah. on Sunday, even if I'm you're, not you're playing You're going to have golf. to be, like, the guy. You're going to have to be the supplier. Like, Kenny, grab me a beer. Kenny, grab me a one-hitter. What? what and then my caddy, like? Kenny, what should I shoot here? I'd take your. I that see those are the kind of questions. And then I'll, should what should I shoot here? You're gonna be like, I'd take your seven. I said I'm gonna take my eight, and then I'm gonna fuck up that shot. And then you're gonna be like, should have listened to me. And I said you're damn skippy. That's how it yeah. always go. That's how it went last time. You couldn't play. Yeah, I don't know why you don't listen to me. Do uh should we should we talk about the old Rory McIlroy finish in the championship? Yeah, I got it on the dock. It was fucking it was, beautiful. Dude. You texted me at the right time to throw it on because I didn't. I wasn't really paying attention to it that weekend. I just had the Yanks game on, and you texted me about it, and I was like, "Yanks are shitting the bed against the fucking Athletics right now. Like eleven innings, one hit. I'm gonna put some golf on. Glad I did, dude, because that was yeah. so much more entertaining than Yankees baseball yeah. at the time." Rory went into Sunday six shots off the lead, has a fucking amazing front nine. Meanwhile, Scotty Scheffler shit the bet on the front nine. I think he had two or three bogues on the front. Um, and then they were kind of like back and forth, like tied, or like Rory was like one back pretty much like the whole back nine until what was it, the final hole? Rory shot a yeah. birdie. Um, and they were tied going into the last hole. Rory shot a birdie and Scheffler parred. Rory takes home the it championship, was, the tour championship, FedEx Cup playoffs. Pretty amazing It was pretty stuff. Uh, down to the wire for the last hole for a few seconds there, too, because their second, both of their second shots were both like pretty bad. I think Scotty ended up in the bunker, and yeah. Rory ended up hitting it off like the back wall or something like that. And and Scotty, yeah. Scotty choked. Yeah, the yeah Scotty wall. choked it hard, dude. Like, he kind of came back and set himself up to at least like maybe have a birdie and like like bring it into a a playoff hole the next hole, but he choked it so hard. Yeah. He choked a lot yeah. that round. That's gotta be so defeating. His like rise to like fame in the PGA was so fast. Like fastest player ever to go from first tour win to number one on the yeah. tour. Like fastest, like shortest like increment of time. And like by a long shot too. Like his was like a handful of weeks, and the, before that, it was like two hundred. Well, weeks. dude, you know what's crazy is his his par putt was like a five or six footer, and the commentator was like, "You know, like at this point, he knew he wasn't going to win because Rory had just like a little tap in, like for the win, a tap in." But but his her, five or yeah. six foot par putt was a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar putt. If that's me, right. and it's like five or six feet is not that long in a golf putt. Like, I mean, depends on the green and the read and stuff. But like his his putt was straight on. If that's me, dude. I'm fucking shaking in my. I'm seven hundred fifty thousand dollars on the line. I'm not hitting that putt, and I'm not coming close. Yeah, that's what they were saying. Like the whole time, I know you like you weren't watching earlier. I should have told you to put it on earlier. But they were talking. They were like, this dude, like he's in. You know, if he jumps from sixth to fifth. He's going to make like almost an extra million yeah. dollars. Just off of like two strokes. Oh, like, oh man. Right. So that was interesting. 
And apparently Rory and Tiger got this new golf league yeah, coming out. It's part of PGA, but it's like it's pretty much L I V PGA. Yeah, they're doing like teams of three. It's gonna be like on a random weeknight mm-hmm. or something. I'm here for it, dude. I would watch that. I think the way that the PGA's been doing like their, their format now for a while has been pretty boring. That's why I like I like yeah. I really enjoy watching the uh, celebrity matches that they do between like Tom Brady and Pat Mahomes and all that because it's just like 2v2 mm-hmm. scramble pretty much. I mean, yeah, it's not like they're not real golfers like it's Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes, but like dude, get them in a cart, get them mic'd up. Like I want to I I want to hear like the ins and the outs of how they play their game instead of just watching a shot with the shot tracer like Golf is so much more interesting yeah. when you know the actual golfer and like you kind of can hear like what he's thinking and stuff. You know what I mean? Like before that, before that, it's just yeah. A, that's a why I always love seeing... like I put golf on, and if I'm not like interested in it, like if it's like the first day of the tournament, the I'm napping to to. hard, bro. Yeah, and I I'm like I'm into golf but... enough. I'm not like a casual golfer. Like I'm a little bit more into it than I I would say like the casual sports fan, but like. Still. Yeah. No, I agree. Golf is pretty boring for most of the time. But like you have to like be into golf and also like it has to be a good match. And I don't shit like I that. don't know. To me there's no more boring sport to watch than tennis and NASCAR. I think tennis tennis and NASCAR are the top two most boring sports to watch to me. Yeah, NASCAR's pretty boring. Until the fi- the end. dude. I'll take a three-hour nap. Wake me up when it's the final lap, and I'll watch it. Other than that, that care less. Tennis, same way. I don't even need to see the end. I'm just. It's just. I don't know if it's because I've never been like into tennis, but like I've never been like super interested in it, and it just always is. Every time it's on TV, I'd rather watch fucking paint dry. It's so boring to me. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, they had ESPN Plus had the U.S. Open on for tennis and on ESPN two, they had around the horn and part in the interruption. And I went through great, great lengths to get this fucking code to get signed in. I had to like reauthenticate the Xfinity on my ESPN app, which is my parents Xfinity account that I use for ESPN and ESPN two. And like now there's like this multi-factor authentication. Yeah. So I had to get this code from my mom. Like I had to sign in. She had to text me the code. It was this whole fucking thing. I would rather have gone through that than watch fucking the U.S. Open. I literally sat there in silence waiting for my mom to be done whatever yep. she was doing to answer me with this fucking <laughs> yep. code. I don't, dude. I don't know what it is. It's just I can't. I can't watch tennis. Like, and I get like it's a very popular yeah. sport. Obviously, like you know they have superstars: Novak Djokovic, Serena Williams. You know they're superstars of their respective sport. To me, it's just Serena's on her yeah, way didn't out. Did she this just is, win like, her too? Go around. Yeah, I mean, she's a stud. She's three and fucking. Yeah, but she's been on a little bit of a drought towards the end of her career. It's good to see her like kind of go out on a high note. That's dope. Well, she didn't win the whole thing. She won her first match at the tournament. She oh, is it still going on? Yeah, I think it goes on through the weekend. That just shows you how connected I am to that shit. But for some reason, I saw a bunch of tweets. I thought she won the whole thing. I was like, oh, that's cool. But that was the extent of my excitement. Yeah, I think she just won. She just won her first round. All right. It's at Louis Armstrong Stadium, which is like right across the street from oh, the city really? field. The U.S. Open is? Yeah. Wow. I would have yep. never fucking guessed that. Nope. 
me and Lex were at uh, like a you know Mets game, and I was like, "What? What is that stadium over there?" And she's like, "I have no idea." And I was like, "I'm gonna pull out maps." And I pulled out maps, and I was like, "Louis Armstrong, whatever, or Fieldhouse, yeah. maybe they call it." And I was like, "All right, let me click on that." And it was like U.S. Open, and I was like, "Oh, they have the U.S. Open there." Super Dude, casual. that's so funny because when we in 2019, when we were in uh, Paris for our family vacation, like they had they had the Women's World Cup going on in Paris, and nobody knew it really nobody knew about it bro like it was so casual like we found out about it like while we were sitting at a restaurant like could you saw megan rapping over <laughs> no we saw like an by. ad for it like on the street or whatever and we're like the women's world cup's going on right now and it's in the city like what dude like nobody had any idea i didn't hear anybody cheering from the stadium <laughs> there, it was funny too because right across the street they had like this uh jordan basketball street basketball tournament going on and it was like sponsored by like nike and stuff and shit was popping like you had to like way, way more, more popping dude World and it was Cup. like just amateur street contest and it was like electric bro like people were screaming music was playing in, in france. france but yeah like you're in i Harlem. forget what it was too but they had like the in the cars. center city they have like this big like circle of just like i don't know if it's like usually just traffic but it's close to the eiffel tower but it's like just like a big circle of like gravel and it's like center city but they had a bunch of like olympic sports the circle of life and the circle of love never stops going now like a square nope there's no there's no corners it's It's just circles it just keeps going like it was like an olympic qualifier so they had like bmx uh like all the um extreme sports they had like the Olympic gymnastics going on, like all this stuff. And it was mad cool, dude. We just walked around to each station and you could just watch like people. There were people doing like break dancing and shit. It was dope. And then the That's women's World Cup was going on. Nobody had an, any, any idea. Nope. No clue. Couldn't care less. Couldn't care less. But they want to get paid the same, even though nobody fucking yeah, knows. Yeah, I do. They even exist. I could go all day about that shit. Like the same with like WNBA and stuff. It's just. I saw the other day, it was like some European team, the U15 national team beat the women's professional team. Yeah. So I quote tweeted and I, and I was like, pay them boys. <laughs> they should be like equal pay. They're they're obviously better. Pay them boys. <laughs> it, it, it like irks me when people don't understand the economics that go behind stuff like that because it's like. Dude, the, the WNBA literally is a loss for the NBA. If you look at their income statement, the NBA takes a loss on the WNBA every single year. It's literally a fucking yeah, charity dude, program. because nobody goes to watch those games. And it's not because they're like, oh, women's. It's just the entertainment value is not there. Like, why would I go watch a WNBA no. game when I can watch LeBron James dunk from the fucking free throw, free throw line at 40 years old? You know what I mean? I, I saw this video the other day, and it was like the top 10 – like college dunks and women basketball and i was surprised that yeah. there was 10 it might have been all of women's basketball but i was just like wow i've seen fucking kids that i went to high school do this yeah. when we were in high school and and like a rec league <laughs> they were yamming yeah like i mean granted i've never dunked but like on the grand scheme of athletes yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit, like well it's so dude, easy to ESPN. dunk espn I've seen kids that didn't even play dunk. basketball in right. college dunk in high school in <laughs> right. games. It's not like they're just like on an open rim. Like in games, I've seen kids dunk who never played on basketball somebody with again defense. after like, you know graduating. It's, it's so funny, dude. <laughs> ESPN like tweeted out a highlight of like Candace Parker the other day, and it was like Candace Parker wouldn't like couldn't, can't be stopped. And it was just like her driving through some traffic and like some defense being played on her, and she like lost the ball. 
and like grabbed it again and then just like had a layup. And I was like, see, dude, like, no, again, no offense to women, but like, that's a highlight. Like, that's that's yeah. like a casual play Brittany, in the NBA where it's like, oh, or you lost the ball. Like, that's not a great play. That's not a highlight in any sense of the word. Yeah. Yeah. Brittany Griner, who's currently locked up. Did we talk about this before about how she said that she could beat? Oh, uh, uh, I don't. Cousins I don't know. We might have, but I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. So back when they were in camp for the U.S., probably getting ready for the Olympics or something. Brittany Griner was like, "Yeah, I could beat Demarcus Cousins one on one." And this is back in the a day. A few years ago. Like, Probably before the 08 Olympics or maybe like the 2012 Olympics. Oh, I thought it was more recent than that. Or it could have been – it was either 2012 or 2016 because DeMarcus Cousin hasn't been that relevant. It could have been 2016 though. Um, And like a lot of the girls were like, yeah, Brittany would win, blah, blah, blah. And the guys were like, that's cute and all, but literally there's not a chance in the world. And Gino Ariema, who's the women's coach, was like, look, I'm taking out a mortgage on my entire fucking house. I'm taking every last dollar that I have in my bank account and I'm putting it all on DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's her coach literally saying, like, I'm putting my entire life on But see, on dude, the it's dude. no shade. It's literally just facts. Like, that's just naturally how it is. Yeah. It's not like, oh, like, we're better than you. Yeah. You suck because you're a woman. It's just that's how it is, dude. No, because Brittany Griner would shit on me. I don't know how much of a man I am, but she's a woman <laughs> and she would shit yeah. on me. She would shit on me too. But if she went up against the Marcus We're Cousins, she would get fucking twenty-five destroyed. year old, like unathletic compared to pro athletes, unathletic like random people. We're not, you know I what I mean, dude. Unathletic. Like I, I can barely play basketball as it is. So I'm not saying like I would be better than Brittany Griner, but like the Marcus Cousins, one of the biggest big men in the NBA, is you know what I mean. Like there's no shot. Yeah. Probably gonna shit on her. Uh, then it's so go ahead. Serena is playing her her second match tonight against the world number two rank. So this will be a big test okay. for her. How many matches do they play in that? Like how many like different yeah. how many rounds are there? I have no idea. Fucking beats me. We're not a, we're not a tennis pod. Yeah, I think so there are don't like, get mad if we fuck shit up. I think there are three matches in one round of tennis, and each match consists. Of it's the first to seven games, and each game is goes to like four. I think. Yeah, I'm already lost. I don't. Right, like it's zero zero or it's love love because that's what they call yeah. zero. It was called love. Fifteen love, thirty love, forty five love, and then like you win. So and then match point. 15, and 30, I only 45, know that because of yeah. tennis, dude. That's my extent of knowledge. I only know that. I think I learned it in high school. Um. But then that's how if you win one of those, then you win one game. And then you have to be the first to six games to win that match. And you have to win three, two or three matches to win the round and advance Ugh, to the next That does round. sound like a lot. That's like when you see like tennis scores, it's like 6-1, 6-2, oh, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what okay. I mean? And it's like the little like squares of those. So each, so those, so each of those six are a win of okay best of All four. Right. Basically, I can, I'm following. Yeah, I'm still not going to watch, tough. but I'm following. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But now somebody asks, just, if you ever, if you ever talk about tennis, you can say, "Hey, I have yeah. somewhat of an idea if of how the comes up, here works." Because I know you don't. Nobody. If it ever comes up in works. trivia on Monday nights, then I'll know. But that's about the extent. <laughs> 
<laughs> that ass. <laughs> oh man. Um, you want to chat a little baseball? How are the Phillies doing? What are they looking like right now? I haven't really been peeping the NL East or anything. Really? Bad, really? Bad. Bad. Have they well, lost their, fine, their wild like, card? Bad couple games. Okay. I don't. Not yet. They had a series with the Diamondbacks. They're up seven nothing. Schwarber hit a bomb, maybe two. I don't know. They're up seven nothing. They lost thirteen to oh, seven. Damn. And then last night they got dicked on again, like eleven to three or dude, some that's shit. Tough. Those are just like yeah. See, those are the yeah. like. And Noah Syndergaard sucks fat cocks, dude. He literally gags on the biggest cocks he can. Remember find when he used fun. to be good? People used to call him Thor. Yeah, like yeah. five years ago. And he's a fucking bum, and I'm literally upset that we traded for him. He's literally terrible. He's he's not good at baseball. At first, number one, he can't throw the ball very well, which is your <laughs> only fucking job. And second of all, he's scared of the bits. He didn't play play him when he was on the Angels. He didn't play him when we faced him. I wonder why him. that is. Because he's scared. He's a fucking pussy. Does that mean DeGrom is scared of the Yanks? He didn't want to pitch against us on Tuesday. Nah. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Did he pitch against you guys no. in the last series? He wasn't playing my last series. Like, he wasn't back yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he, he could have so. very easily pitched against us, dude. He was like, oh, I need an extra day to pitch against the Rockies. I don't think that it was his I don't, decision. I don't, I, I don't know. I was excited to see DeGrom pitch against us. I mean, Scherzer DeGrom back to back nights would have been brutal. I mean, we beat DeGrom. We got to, or we beat Scherzer. We got to him. But um, not having, having, what's his name? Uh, Taiwan Walker instead of DeGrom game two definitely factored into uh, us winning that yeah. game and sweeping the series. Oh, 100%. Sure. But uh, I don't know, dude. I feel like DeGrom, and I, I I don't know how Mets fans feel or like what the actual feeling around DeGrom is, but like I feel like he's not going to be a Met after this year. Didn't he opt? Didn't he opt know. to go into free agency and he was going to test free agency? Kind of like how he, how Judge is right now. But, like, DeGrom just feels like to me that he's, like, kind of kind of <clears throat> over his time in New York. With the Mets, anyway. Maybe he is. Maybe because all the fans. Maybe he heard Lex chirping him. Yeah, I mean. Saying, I told you this dude wasn't ever going to come back. But see, that's the thing. It's not like he comes back and is bad. He comes back and he's fucking Jacob DeGrom, dude. He comes back and he's the Correct. best pitcher in baseball by a mile. So the Phils have lost three straight. They lost to the Pirates Not five great. nothing. <laughs> nope. And then they blew their seven nothing lead to the Diamondbacks and lost thirteen seven. And then last night they lost twelve oh, to three to the Diamondbacks. That's that's a tough, that's a stretch, tough stretch of games. Of games. And like honestly, for the Phillies, those are teams that like. You need to be like you can't afford losses to those teams. You know what I mean? Like, Not no. The and you can you can tight. you can drop one or two here or there, but like if you lose three in a row to the Pirates and the fucking Diamondbacks, like that's that's just a sign of not good times ahead, unless changes are made. Yeah. So the Braves have the one, the first wild card spot, and then. The Phillies and San Diego are tied for the second and third wild card spot, and then the Brewers are two and a half back of us. Mm, that's interesting, dude. This is like the yeah. best part of the year for the MLB because, like, you, the tight races are coming down to the wire, and it's like every game fucking matters. And then immediately goes into the postseason right after that. Like, 
That's exciting. The NL East is tight too. The Mets and the Braves. The Mets have what? Top. Like a three game lead on the Braves? Is it what is it? Three? Three. Damn, yeah. dude, the Braves go on a heater and the Mets drop a few, like that's crazy. I, I mean, dude, it's the same in the AL East. Like the Yanks went from fourteen games in the loss column to like I think they're at six now, six or seven. I don't know. They won last night, but yeah, they're seven and games then, ahead of the Rays what? right now. We have three games ahead after of Toronto. Tonight, we have three games against the Rays, and then I think three more uh, a week later against the Rays. So, like, big fucking series for the Yanks coming up. Yeah, they'll probably sweep you both and dude take the AL. I'm East. not gonna lie, I'm a little concerned. I'm I'm starting to worry a little bit. Like a month and a half ago. You should have a yeah, wild card spot, though, I fucked the up. wild card, dude. I want to win the division and get that first round by. Like, we were the best team in baseball for so long, and it's just like a fucking historic collapse is not really what I want to see going into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, right now you guys in Houston would both get a bye. Um, and Cleveland is the other division leader, but they have like 11 yeah, Dude, I mean, I'm not also. worried about Cleveland or Minnesota in the fucking slightest. If – I, I know if the Yanks don't blow the division and we play Cleveland or Minnesota in the ALDS, we're going to beat them. Not even worried about that. Even even with how bad the Yanks are now. Yeah, but, no, I just mean like as oh, far as yeah, getting yeah, a yeah. bye goes. But I'm terrified, and I actually tweeted this into uh, the Yankees community. I mean, last night, I mentally cannot take another postseason loss to the Astros. I can't. I can't do it. 20, dude, What's 2017 was five years ago. And that was like, you know, still to this still day. And it's you? like, we've been good since then. Like 2017 was like kind of like the rise of judge and like the core of the players that we have now, like teams change a lot, but pretty much since judge came up and was like, good, good. The Astros just have had our number every fucking year, dude. And I can't like, I and know they do this bro. Year too. And this year, like the first, three quarters of the year, I was like, there's no way we lose to the Astros in the postseason. Like, I'm not worried about them in the slightest. And then August came around, the start of August, and it's like, dude, I don't see this team beating Houston in a seven-game series in October. You know what, Johnny? I got good news for you. Tomorrow is the I know. first day of September. I uh, Turn yep. over a new leaf. Hopefully the Yankees will remember how to hit. They'll know what offense is all about. That's all it needs to be, dude. We have and like our pitching has been our pitching was stellar for the two month stretch that we were like amazing. Fell off a little bit, but not to the point where it's like our pitching is losing us games. There are a few games we lost because of our pitching blew up blowing up, but like traded away Monty, which was dumb. Tyone last happen. night. Tyone last night took hurt. a line drive off of his forearm and exited in the second inning. But it came back. He only has a contusion, so it's Damn. just really a bruise. So he should be fine for his next start. But like, yeah, dude, it's it's getting thin, man. We need Savvy back, and we just need to be. I just want to be at a part with this team or at a point where we're all healthy, like before our first season or our first series in October. If that's all, if that comes, it's in their hands. Yeah, I mean, if that if that comes to fruition and like we have that, then it's just like you. We have what we need. Go out and ball. Be the Yankees that we know you can be. You know what I mean? Yep. Not worried, but like, yeah, yeah. fuck, man. It's tough. Baseball season is a fucking marathon, and it's getting to the point where I'm starting to start, starting to fucking get the crack scratches right now. Like, yeah. The itchies. 
All right. All right. Well, let's move on then. Do 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 Um, Premier League has been Dude, pretty good so far this season. How about season? them fucking Red London boys from Arsenal, man? The Gunners. The Gunners. Yeah, that's what they're the called. Reds. <laughs> so yeah, Arsenal. They get another win today. Five they straight. win today two one. They got five wins and four mat and five matches. It's fifteen points. It's the fourth top time the they've table. done that in not too their fucking club's shabby. That's not too bad. Yeah, dude, they look good. And it's like a lot of like okay names like coming together and fucking balling. Like Gabriel Jesus has been nice this year. I mean, he finished strong at City. I'm, I'm honestly, yeah. I like to see him do well. Um, They got Alexander Zinchenko. I saw this thing. They were doing this like dribble or this juggling drill in practice the other day. And it was like juggle probably like 50 yards with a ball at your feet. And everyone's taking like real short steps and like keeping the ball real close. Don't. Not this man. He's fucking hitting the ball 10 Don't. yards ahead. He was he was literally full speed, like full like full stride, just like every three steps, like hitting the ball up. Like, <laughs> like huge ass steps. Like, I gotta that actually sounds you, crazy. Dude. It was dude. wild that he was even able to keep it up. Yeah, and he was moving so fast. Yeah, it was I crazy. Mean, we both know how hard it is to juggle to you. alone, let alone like sprinting and juggling at the same time. <laughs> let alone when you're speed. literally at like seventy five percent of your top speed. Um, but City get a good win. They were down two nil early this weekend. Erling Holland had a second half hat trick. Bernardo Silva put one in. They went four two. Liverpool won nine nothing on play? Saturday. Yeah, I Good don't know, Lord. bums, dude. Bunch of fucking bums. Um, and then today Liverpool had a crazy game, dude. They were down one nothing, and then it was one one when I put it on because it kind of just like came on automatically after yeah. the City game ended today. And I think they scored in the ninety eighth minute off like bar down off a header or something like that to win two one. Oh, all right, sneaking it out. Um, let's see. Liverpool, Liverpool, Liverpool. They beat Bournemouth Jeez, nine dude. nothing. Nine gold. That's crazy. That's like huge for their goal differential too. Down the stretch, getting nine off the bat. Yeah. Well, City they won six nothing today. Erling Holland had a first. He's had two hat tricks in his last two games. Not to be. Holy shit! Yeah. He, it's it's the fewest it's the fewest Premier League games that it's ever taken somebody to get to two hat tricks. The previous shortest was held by Demba Ba, Demba I believe, in like twenty something games. Um, and he also set the all time record for most. Does goals he in your does first he have the games. most goals in the league right now? Has to. Has I believe to, right? so. Um. Yeah, Alexander Mitrovic from Fulham. Who he's nice. He's he's. A good, like, big body finisher. I like him. Um, he's got five, and Damn, Holland dude. has nine. I got Holland at win plus money boot? to Attaboy. win the golden what, boot. What were his odds at? Like, plus yeah. 150 or one? Yeah. Okay. I want to say 130. Nice. How much did you plus put on it? 130. Nice. I think 10, which is, like, my unit. But usually for those future unit, like, those future right. bets, I usually, like, a half unit. Because I'm like, there's a lot that can happen, and like yeah. I'm mostly scared of injury. Um, I was like, fuck it, it's Erling Holland. It's looking good so 10. far. Yeah, big facts. Um, yeah, City have the best goal differential right now. They're at plus 14. Liverpool, Liverpool are at plus nine. 
So that means if you take away their Bournemouth 9 nothing fucking thrashing, they'd be even on the season. Even season. Um, they haven't had a good year, though. They only have eight points. They drew, drew, lost, and then two back-to-back Still wins. Still early. I'm sure they'll pick it up, but... Yeah, so early, dude. Nothing wrong with a little slow start action. Unless you're Man City and you're, you know, two points behind Arsenal, then you're upset about it. I don't know. I just, I, I kind of, I mean, That's as right. like a low-key Arsenal fan, I love it, dude. Like, nobody expected them to be this good off the rip, let alone at all. No, nah, not this soon. I think it was Jesus and Martinelli scored today. Not too shabby. I bet Wig is off his fucking rocker. He must be. I haven't even really talked to him about it at all. Um, but Jesus is actually tied at the top of the league in assists nice. with three. All right. That's a great signing for them, dude. Jesus, I mean, especially with yeah, Holland coming in, needed to go elsewhere and find his space, and he really has at Arsenal. Yeah, and Julian Alvarez, he even started today. They both started today. And Julian Alvarez nice. had two, I think. He's a stud, too, Julian Alvarez. He's pretty good. It sucks because, like, we signed him at the winter transfer market, but he was still playing for River Plate in Argentina, so we didn't get him until the summer. And it's been, like, obviously so grossly overshadowed by Erling Holland. Like, obviously, he's fucking Erling Holland, but he's he's, – he could be in contention for the best player in the world, and he's definitely the best, like, up-and-coming player. Dude, I was going to say, like, I wonder what the odds on him winning the Ballon d'Or are this year. I don't know because, like, City are so good that they could fuck around, win the Premier League. Like, if there's ever a year for them Treble. to win the fucking Ooh, quadruple, quadruple action. Yeah, they could win it all. They're, they have – their defense is so shit, though. Like, they drew – they gave up two goals to fucking Newcastle. They drew 2-2. And then they gave up – who they play on Saturday? Oh, wait, that's this week's games. Um – they played Crystal Palace. They went down 2 nothing to Crystal Palace. Their defense is well, so suspect. Fucking, the transfer window is still open now, right? And then they'll have the winter yeah. transfer window. So maybe they maybe they bring in a few additions. Dude, they got to do something to shore up that defense. Where's Chelsea sitting right now? Tell you in a second. Chelsea sit in oh, ninth. Two wins, one draw, two losses. What about Man U? I think they lost today. Man U are in 12th. Two wins, no draws, two losses. They play tomorrow. All right. Champions, Champions League uh, group stage will be popping off here pretty soon, right? They start up in September? I believe so. Yeah, Leicester City and Man United Ooh, play tomorrow. That'll be a good little game. Yeah, hopefully they'll yeah, be getting the road by then. Yeah, probably still be at golf. Four. four. <laughs> four. <laughs> During four your swing, swing. <laughs> give everybody fair warning. Yeah, four. <laughs> yeah. Nah, it doesn't fuck it me at all. Helps. Oh, what else we got? Um, I got La Liga on Bro. here. Nothing surprising Real Madrid's this year, really. Good. Um, yep. Real Madrid and Real Betis. 
They're the only undefeated teams. They're both perfect so far yep. through three, I believe. Um, and then we got the Union, who have been dummy hot. They just won 6 nothing again. They now hold the record for the most wins by six or more goals Damn. in MLS history with four. And they have four this Didn't season. Didn't their uh, season. youth squad just beat Bayern's youth squad, too? Yeah, like five or six nothing. Boys, like, I think dude, it was way five to show nothing. out. Got some international comp. Dude, the Union Academy is so good, dude. It's that homegrown They've system. They've always been like pretty pretty well established in their homegrown system, too. Yep. Let's see. They just beat Colorado six nothing. The game before that, they beat DC United six nothing. At the end of July, they beat Houston Dynamo six nothing. And when Dion and Lex and I went in the beginning of July, they beat DC Damn. United seven nothing. They're actually playing right now against What's the Atlanta score? United. All right, zero zero twelfth minute. Um, but City are just like they're not so far ahead, but they have like a solid grasp on the Eastern Conference because they have fifty five points, and Montreal are in second with forty nine. But like. We both have 15 wins, but we have 10 draws, 4 losses, and they have 4 draws, 8 losses. So, like, at the beginning of the season, I was complaining about all the draws because they should have been wins. But, like, now I'm glad that we have those draws because we've went on, like, a gnarly streak. Yeah, but if, you know, you know turn 2 or 3 of those draws into wins early on, look at where we're sitting now. We're fighting for the fucking supporter shield, which is yeah. the most points in the regular season. I mean, we honestly could still get it. Well, maybe not. Because we've played... This game against Atlanta tonight is our 29th. Um, and LAFC have only played 27. Are, how many games are played in the regular season? 40? Is there 40 weeks? I think it's less than that. I'm really not sure. Um, let me see. Let me look at matches and see how many there are left. One, two, three, four. There's only five games left. Um, and we've played 29. So 34, 34 and then the playoffs. And they do like the, the tournament style too, right? Yep. Yep. And it's um, single elimination. Oh, this is a little so off topic, not like but legs. not really. But there's a, uh, there's a new documentary on Hulu. You might have seen the ad for it. And it's Ryan Reynolds and um, the bull from It's Always Sunny. Uh, what's his name? No, the other one. Charlie? Yeah. Uh Mac? Maybe. I don't know. I don't I'm not Or Dennis. Dennis is Mac. like a pretty yeah, boy. Mac's Mac. like the tall yeah. one. He's um, like big into like Yeah, yeah. They buy fighting they bought, and shit. Yeah. Um a soccer team in Wales, but it's like low it's like the lowest division of professional soccer. Yes, dude. Oh yeah, yes. yeah. It's called it's, Wrexham. Dude. Yeah, I just saw a commercial for it. And I was like, all oh, this soccer shit. And then Dude, I see it's Ryan so Reynolds. Good, bro. And I'm they like, bought what the this fuck? team so that they could turn it around and like climb up the ranks and get it. Their ultimate goal is to get it to the Premier League. But like it's going to take years and years because they're like so low right now. But the documentary follows like their journey of them buying this team and like, you know, kind of like investing in them and building the infrastructure infrastructure around like the city that it's in. And it's just like this hard blue collar working class, like town that this team lo- or the town loves this team so much blah 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 and it's so good dude i think i think new episodes come out every wednesday so a new one just came out tonight but the first two are already out and then obviously the third one coming out today but it's, you gotta watch it dude it's so good 
Yeah, dude, maybe I'll go pee. I got a lot of things I need to like. Well, this is nice because each episode is only 30 minutes long. So it's not like, you know, you have to make like a huge investment. Yeah, it's nice. Oh, I can do that. For sure. I can do 30 minutes. Um, But like, it also like reminded me of Moneyball kind of right off the bat. Just like the money in the sports thing. Like, I haven't seen that, but I know that's Moneyball. Moneyball's top three baseball movie of all time. Moneyball is fucking awesome, dude. That's pretty good. Is it better than the um, same? Uh, it's different. All right, oh, the Adam Union Boys? just scores one. That's the way we like to start. Um, yeah, it's different. Sandlot, Sandlot, like I can, cons- like I don't know. I don't really consider Sandlot like a baseball movie because it's just like kids playing backyard baseball. But it's Bro. like All I know, I but like baseball. I'm talking like professional baseball movies, like Angels in the Outfield, fucking Moneyball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Few other ones off. Uh, Name Fever some more. Pitch. Fever Pitch is pretty good. That's the one. What about um? What about uh, <laughs> that's Kenny a show? Powers. I think What's that one called. Yeah, that's pretty good though. Have you seen? Yeah, it? it is a show. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, this dude was telling me he was like, "Oh, Kenny Powers, have you seen that?" And I was like, "Nah." And he was like, "Well, you." I was like in the airport when I saw this guy. I was like, "You should download it on. Uh, it's on HBO, HBO Max. If you got that, you should download it and watch it on your phone." <laughs> it's like, pretty right, funny. So I, <laughs> 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 I watched the shit ton of episodes, but it was pretty funny. Um. Yeah, but Moneyball should be on your list. Maybe we'll watch Moneyball when you're here if we got some time to kill. Shit's great. We're gonna have time to kill. Maybe we do it like Friday right, while Lex is working and Maggie's order some working. fucking Wingstop and watch Moneyball. Wingstop, Ooh, actually, they just announced uh, twelve Wingstop? new chicken sandwiches to their menu. So then, All let's right. get some chicken sandwiches from Wingstop. I don't know. I didn't look at it. I just saw it was like a. <laughs> what the? Well, I looked at I looked at their menu today on DoorDash because I was trying to order some food for lunch, but then I was like, I don't want to spend money. I'll just eat a frozen pizza I got. Um, so I didn't really look like that deep into it. But I saw on Twitter, Wingstop announces line of twelve new chicken sandwiches at once. So, but I don't know how good their chicken Damn. sandwiches could be. I mean, it's, they're probably gas, but their their wing sauces are fucking awesome, dude. They've got some good lemon pepper. See, I'm not big on the funky wing sauce things. Like, I'm not like real big on on B dubs because, like, I'm just like, give me some you classic some of buffalo on my wings. You don't like the, you don't you don't fuck with the lemon pepper. I know, but like, no, I do. But like, I'm just you know. Here's the thing, I like the way that I like wings. I like classic wings, like I like bone. In wings, I don't like boneless wings. But if I'm gonna do like the funky flavors, yeah. I'm probably more uh, I likely mean, to that's get the boneless, way to go. If you're like getting funky flavors, you have to get boneless because they're just like small chicken tendies. You know what I mean? I know. But if I'm getting bone-in wings from like a restaurant, yeah. I'm pretty much always gonna get classic, like buffalo hot wings. Like, yeah, I'm never going almost like, every single time. Occasionally, yeah. I would do like yeah. a honey barbecue or like a mango like habanero. Mango habanero. Occasionally, I would go to for bone-in too, but. Wings, wing stops, wing stop is better than Sometimes B-dubs. I, I will B-stop die on that hill. B-dubs is so mid, it's not even funny. B-dubs, B-dubs is yeah, like the Walmart I'm, I'm of that. chicken wings, and wing stop is like the target of chicken wings. That's fair. Lex is obsessed with uh, the buffalo chicken. I don't think I've ever had B-dubs. it. Sounds good, though. I don't think I have either, but she's like so obsessed with it. 
Yeah, do you remember? I mean, they do, they do, do you remember wings, that one so place in North Myrtle, um, Wild Wing Cafe? Their chicken, their fucking yeah. buffalo chicken wrap is the best I've ever had. It's not close. Yes. Really? There's this place by Doobie that really? has a bomb buffalo chicken wrap. It's called Avenue Deli. Hashtag sponsor, sponsor us, dude. Send us all be. the free chicken wraps because I'll eat every single one. Avenue Deli is so good. They have like their Avenue Deli special. That's just like a bomb ass fucking sandwich. They got buffalo chicken wrap that slabs. They do all kinds. They do like dude, breakfast and I'll lunch. say this, like, dude. A good buffalo Supreme. chicken wrap is undefeated. Like there's the combo yeah. of like ranch, buffalo chicken, lettuce, and like the tortilla on the wrap is just like it, it melts in your mouth. There's nothing but be- like there's not a better sandwich than a good buffalo chicken wrap. And if you could throw in yep. like a little yep. like diced mm-hmm. tomato, mm. there's uh the Wild Wing Cafe one I get. I get a buffalo chicken wrap, and I used to valet at this restaurant that's like pretty close to Wild Wing Cafe. So I would get the buffalo chicken wrap with um, jalapeno cheddar sauce, and it's like this cheesy, it's like this cheesy like jalapeno hot sauce that they put on the wrap, and you fucking they cut it in half. You get it. It like falls out of the chicken wrap, and then they have like the perfect, perfectly cooked steak fries. Eat your wrap. Dude, when I lived with Doobie, I would come home from Valet every night. On my way home, stop at Wild Wing Cafe, get a buffalo chicken wrap with jalapeno cheddar sauce and fries. Wait till I got home. I would eat my wrap, and then there'd be like a pool of uh, jalapeno cheddar sauce just left over in my little like plate or whatever. And I would dip my fries in that, and it was – dude, I want to scream just thinking about it. It was so good, bro. I, like three times a week, I would get that because it, it was only like ten bucks. So I would get like my valet uh, tip money. I'd take two fives. I'd stop there, be like, "Here's fifteen yep. bucks. Keep the change. Get home and just feast the fuck out. Nothing better. Can't can't be beat. That yeah, the fucking jalapeno cheddar amazing. sauce from Wild Wing Cafe is like heavenly, dude. And I knew I was gonna be shitting my brains out the next morning, but it didn't matter. Well, like there was no no stopping me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what time it is? I think it's mock draft what time. What time is it? Oh, okay. All right. No, no, no. It's just football time. I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't spoil it. Um. Fly eagles fly. Switched over to Love a little it. birds koozie. Hell yeah! And Miller's Atta obviously boy. got off Atta IPA boy. train. Just had the one. I don't, <laughs> can't call that a train. Call I don't it, think. You, you can call one, it the caboose. Whatever. I'm off that train anyway. <laughs> <laughs> big facts. I got off the caboose. Um, so into the NFL, the birds, we get Chauncey Gardner Johnson for two picks. I think of six and a seventh or something like that. Um, from the saints, going to be great. an immediate starter due to dog. He likes Joel Embiid. So happy about that. Um, we traded Rager. To the Vikings, a fifth and a seventh for a fifth and a seventh, but the fifth can become a fourth. Um, overall, just great work. Um, we got more for him than the Cowboys got for Amari Cooper. All they got, which was is fifth. absolutely insane when think, you think about um, it. Jalen Rager is not even close to the receiver that Amari yeah, Cooper is dude. or ever will be. Exactly. Exactly. 
And like pretty, the picks that we got for Rager pretty much canceled out what we gave mm-hmm. up for Chauncey Gardner Johnson. It's just another so how he one another out. Year, so it's dude. like he's been on his shit this year. It is, dude. It really is. Do you remember? It really. Do you remember is. two years, like two and years ago, something... when all the Eagles fans were calling for his job? I, I, me too. Dude, like yeah, all me, of us. I was one of them. Amazing. This offseason has been like, are, unbelievable. Like, I texted you in Austin this the other day, but I sincerely, genuinely believe that the Eagles are going to surprise a lot of people this year with the team that they have, man. Mm-hmm. I think they have the potential to. Um, I know that I put money on them the other day at plus 160, and then I was looking through my open bets, and I found out that I also put money on them at the end of July at plus 185. Hey, a little double stack never hurt anybody. <laughs> Fucking high guy moves know. right there. I didn't even know I was already putting money on these boys. <laughs> Whatever. Dude, I got so many preseason bets placed already. I love it. Uh, I fucking wish, man. I wish. Um, I want to run you through some. So I know you know that I put money on Julio over 550 and a half receiving yards. Um, I think that's easy. I told you about how his incentive, he gets 250 Gs once he hits 600. And then he gets 250 Gs at oh, every shit. 100 after that up to 900. So if he gets 900 yards, he's got an extra milli. Um, let's see. I got Derrick Henry most regular season rushing yards at Was plus he the front runner for that? Um, Damian Pierce. What were, no, the, what J- were his JT odds? Like is. plus one fifty or something. But okay, I think it was like two or three hundred. I think it was maybe three something. Um, but like Derrick Henry oh, would have blew sure. him out he was of the water like if he didn't a get hurt last pace last year. Crazy tear. Um. Damian Pierce, rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year. I got him at plus one, plus eleven hundred. Okay. Um, the Colts to win the South. The Panthers over six and a half wins. Eagles over nine and a half wins. Vikings to win the North. Vikings over nine and a half wins. And then I got money on Chelsea to win the Premier League and Real Madrid to win La Liga. And I got, like, multiple bets on Nestor Cortez to win the AL Cy Young. Why the <coughs> fuck do I Dude. have that, Johnny? One wasn't enough Why for did you. you? I, I didn't tell you to put twice. Once, I, I didn't twice. tell you to make that bet twice. No, sir, no, sir, I did not. Yeah, yeah, you did. I said I put I said I put five on him, and you said, what the heck, Nestor Cortez? How are you going to do him like that? Well, boy, you're not even going to put 10 bucks on him. And I was like, all right, whatever, dude, I will. And the odds, like, decreased significantly. I originally got him at plus 3,500, and then when you told me to put another five on him, I lost. He was Listen, plus dude, when it comes to me and my Yankees takes, you know, you just have to know that there's going to be some bias. You have to. That's that's on you, bro. You yeah. can't, you know what I mean? You just have to yeah. know that's coming. Now, if you said I put five dollars on Aaron Judge to become be the AL MVP, I would have said you're an asshole. Put fifty because he's gonna win that shit. And I knew it from the fucking first month of the season. I was like, I've never seen this man play this insane amount of ba- or like this level of baseball in my life. Always knew the potential was there. Never thought it would happen because of like his injury issues, but. Dude, he's on pace to beat the fucking record for American League home runs. Like, the dude is having the best baseball season. Yeah, he's. It's almost Probably like no doubt MVP. at this point with just under a month left. Like, he's got. He has to. If he doesn't win the MVP, that shit is rigged more than fucking my Rick and Morty dab rig. 
That's how rigged that shit is. Yeah, bro. Okay. Sheesh. So when I look at my open bets on DraftKings, I have the Eagles to win the East again. And then I have Bills and Eagles both to make the playoffs at plus 100. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. They did, it was an odds boost. It was at you minus You should fuck around and throw like 10 bucks on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl, dude. Because honestly, what's $10? You're not going to miss that, right? <clears throat> and then if it does happen, one, the birds win the Super Bowl. Two, you're probably going to make a bunch of money because the Two odds are probably paid. pretty high on that. Yeah, they're probably solid. Um, Holland plus 130 to be the top goal scorer in the league. Mike Kosicki under 625. What, and were, a the half num- what were the odds yards. on that? Brentford to get. Yeah, I was going to say that's minus probably going to hit. So not great. Brentford plus 275 to get relegated. Not looking great. Didn't so they far, just honestly. lose 9-0 or who, um, no, no, that was uh Chris Oh, okay. They all they're all no, the born me, dude. <laughs> yeah, they're all just buns. And then let's see if I have anything in Barstool. I don't think I put anything in Barstool, but we'll give it a look anyway, dude. The Barstool app is probably my yeah. least favorite. It's the most janky. And they have the least amount of and bets. they always have, like, again, a, a random, odds. like, odds boost for events that's happening that, like, I see on Twitter where it's like, oh, I would take, I would probably take that if, if I could legally do that. But, yeah, you know, we're stuck in the fucking 1600s down here, so. Here I have, uh, in, contrary to, on FanDuel, I have Panthers over six and a half wins. On Barstool, I have under six so you're gonna plus 102. They're both yeah plus you're gonna money. make money. So no matter what, I should make either money. way. Yeah, unless they unless they hit six, then I will win nothing yeah. on the under six. I just get my money back. Won't hit, and the right. over six and a half won't hit, obviously. But I also have Brendan Aronson over three and a half. He already has one, doesn't he? This year. How much you put yeah, on I that? Got five plus one twenty. I, I could see that yeah. hitting very easily, dude. It's Super early. He's already got one. Like we've seen him do it before. Won't be surprised if you make a little little ching on that. Yeah, dude. I mean, at five, like I'd win six bucks. It's half a unit. Like, I'm fine <laughs> with that because I lose a lot of units. Yeah. Hey, I like your preseason bets, dude. Honestly, a lot of them are like even the ones that are like plus. Like I like the odds on them. Yeah, me too. I'm nervous about the Vikings over nine and a half yeah. and to win the North. I'm just like, I feel like the Vikings are good. I feel like their offense is going to be good. So that's why I kind of like them just to hit the over nine and a half. Um, but then I'm like, dude, if there's every now year for the them year. to take this division yeah. from the Packers, yep. it's this year with their fucking bums. Yeah. And at, like, wide my receiver. thing with the Vikings, dude, is they've always been good enough, but they've never been great. You know what I mean? Like Kirk Cousins, I never believed is going to be the mm-hmm. quarterback that's going to get you over the hump. I'm I'm kind of surprised, honestly. They haven't no. really invested in like their future at quarterback already. With like the the surgeons of Justin Jefferson, you got Dalvin Cook, who's pretty much in his prime right now. Um, I mean, I don't know anything about their defense, but yeah, Adam, Adam yeah, Thielen, Adam Thielen's like on kind of on his way out, but he's still good enough. But yeah, but I could see him being like uh, like production wise like an adam thielen like later on in his career he's still really young but get a decent year last yeah. year for being behind adam thielen 
and Justin Jefferson. Thielen was hurt like for a little bit last year too, wasn't he? Yeah, he's always hurt for a little bit. Um, they'll be all right. Could hopefully, you imagine if every single one of your preseason bets hits? <laughs> I really won't even be that. That's the thing. Like, a lot on him, but you, it'll be awesome. Like when I bet, dude. Like you bet way more than I do, but you do like smaller bets. So you're like in increments, like making money when they hit. I'm like, I'm either gonna hit this parlay. Or yeah. I'm gonna lose ten bucks. You know what I mean? Like I'll I'll do like a six legger for ten bucks and I'll hit it. Which I hit yeah. one the other night. I think I texted to you. It was ten bucks, like a five or six leg parlay, and yeah. I made like yeah, it was like ninety seven, and then the ten that I put on it. So it was like a yeah, and that was nice because it was the, yeah yeah the first one I hit in not too probably shabby. over a year because I don't get to bet a while. That's right, the thing. Right. Is like you don't hit and a that's lot the of thing. parlays. That's so the like, thing. When I'm like when in do, a state where I can legally bet, like I want to hit, like I want to take the time to like make a few parlays where if I am going to hit, I'm going to make it worth my while. You know what I mean? It's not like I have the time. That's true. That's the thing. Right. Like, if it was every single day, you were right. When I lived at home in PA, I was doing best. what you do now, where I'd put like five bucks here, five bucks there, and just kind of like work it so that I'm making right. Exactly. That's the way to do it. Is like have like a unit, like just units. And I just like the sports. Yeah, it gives you a reason to like watch things that you wouldn't normally. I like to have a little skin in the game. Yeah, I'm excited for football season. I hope I do well. Yeah, that's kind of how I am with fantasy right now, dude. Like, I don't know. I've come so close, like two years in a row now, in a few leagues where, you know, I came in second in orchids where I got my money back and then I won a hundred bucks on top of that. And then last year I got my money back coming in third, but fuck, I want the, I want the big fucking payout, dude. Come on. Yeah, that was, that shit was probably nice. I got wasn't the big it? payout last year. Carl's been telling me, he's like, he has hit me up. He's like, are you scared? He's like of the curse. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He was like, every champion the following the year was in the fucking toilet bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, we're talking about you and Waller. Yeah, Waller's well, taking a defense in the 12th round. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the reason. <laughs> Dead ass, dude. I will, we got like probably like eight rounds through this Orchids draft. And I texted Carl. And I was like, you see this team? I'm like, fuck the curse, dog. Fuck that shit. I'm uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I like your Debo pick, but also at the same time, Trey Lance. I'm not sold on Trey Lance like at all. I'm not as high on Trey Lance as everyone is. No, but he's he's Debo's QB. Yeah. Oh, oh, you just mean he's a quarterback? Yeah, but it doesn't matter, dude. He's gonna get fed. Like he'll get manufactured touches as a running back and shit like that. Like he would have been the the wide receiver that's one last true. year if Cooper yeah, Cup didn't have a historic true. season. But also, but he like, had he had a, he had a pocket pass kind of thrown to him though. Cooper that's Cup, the thing. Which, like I mean, Trey works. Lance is not that guy. No, but Trey Lance will air it out deep more often. But I don't know if that helps him or Ayuk more. I think that's more yeah. of a lead towards Ayuk. Dude, but I don't know. We'll see. I think Debo's going to be just such a vocal focal point of that offense. It doesn't matter. Like, the I running mean, backs I, aren't Elijah great. Mitchell's not bad. He had a pretty good year last year. You know, he's going he's gonna to be a consistent okay. guy if he doesn't get hurt. But okay. I think the 49ers is going to be – they're going to be a really, like, fun team to watch, like – you know, I'm not going to follow them like every game, but like if they're on, yeah. you know, red zone or something like yeah. that, they're going to be an interesting uh, offense to see. Because you know, you still got Kittle there, who has the fucking capacity to be a stud. It just, I think it all depends on how Trey Lance plays. 
Nope. Yeah, me too, and I'm not sold on him. But I mean, hopefully, I mean, I mean, they just I, signed Jimmy G to like the second or the the highest paid the backup QB in the league. Except, like, that's not even fact, and you're throwing shade to my boy Sam Darnold because yeah, but he wasn't Sam signed Darnold's as a backup more. QB. He was a starter who lost his job. But he's still a backup, and he's still getting paid more than Jimmy G. So Jimmy G still know. not that's the highest what Sleeper paid told me. So that's what I'm going with. Yeah, well, that's what everybody was saying. But it's yeah, kind fake of fake news. news. Is, uh, Everybody's fake news. Big part of life nowadays. Look at that! Oh, I'm right, on the clock and Sleeper Keeper. You guys are getting a live reaction to my pick in the eighth round. Tony Pollard went before me. The pick before I took Kareem Hunt. Um, I don't have a tight end yet. T.J. Hawkinson is on the board. Don't hate that. Let's see who's available. Let's go. Let's let's take a look at the wide receivers. Ooh, D Hop is still there. I was thinking about taking Tony Pollard. If I didn't take Kirk, I would have taken Pollard. I was interested in D Hop, especially because it's keeper for league. a full year. So next year, you could yeah. get D Hop as uh, a seventh you, I rounder. I think you just, I think you just sold me. Like on he would D-hop, only cost you dude. a seventh rounder. Um, not nah, pretend I didn't say that. I don't know. I think I'm between tight end here and wide receiver. I got Kareem Hunt, Elijah Mitchell, and Dalvin Cook as my running backs. Tyree Kill, Mike Williams, and Adam Thielen as my wide receivers with Justin Herbert at QB. Um, Adam Thielen, Mike Williams, and Tyreek for six weeks. Pretty solid. Throw D-Hop in the mix when he comes off his suspension. Could use him in next year as a keeper. Don't have to waste like a high uh, draft draft pick on him because it's the fucking eighth round now. Let's see who falls off. So TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard, Dawson Knox, Zachers, Pat Fryermuth. They're the top five tight ends right now. Um, and I think one of those guys will at least fall back to me because one, two, three, four guys have tight ends ahead of me. So I'm, I think I'm going to wait on tight end. I'm thinking I'd take. <laughs> I think you <laughs> should just off, take dude. Gerald Everett right now. Secure the stack. I'm taking D hop. Yo, do you have a single league where uh, you don't have look. a stack? I got the Mike Williams, Justin Herbert in this one. Cause you got, let's look at our best herbs and, and Williams here. Uh, Joe Burrow. Derrick Henry, Nick Best Chubb, Mike Evans, Devonta Smith, Valdez, Scantling. Uh, no, I don't have a stack in best ball. You sh- yeah, well, you should. That's like the one you place and I are where you should have one. a stack. Why is fucking? Yeah, no, I'm... oh, dude. Oh, I took Zach I don't even know Wilson how my as my backup is. QB in best ball. That sucks, dude. If fucking Joe Burrow gets hurt, I'm fucked. Oh, yeah, and then yeah, in Coastal Chicks, like you have Mahomes and Kelsey team. stack. That's why I don't have a stack. Coastal Chicks, I do. Orchids, I definitely yeah. do. I have a double stack in Orchids with CD and Zeke and Dak. Um, yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, I think that's the only one. Oh, yeah, CD, Zeke, Dak. Sheesh. Yeah, I can't believe you don't have one in best ball. It's like the most um, important place to have a stack. I don't think I have one in CCU Dynasty. My team and my team and my dynasty leagues are so bad, dude. I'm, I'm gonna have to fucking, yeah, fuck you. All right, I love my Foot Clan. Team. I was on some bullshit with that trade, dude. I, I like, <laughs> I see why. I mean, I'm still not like that upset about it. You know what I mean? 
So Kenny and I made a trade in Foot Clan, and it was Darren Waller, Isaiah yeah. Likely, and a second rounder for Kyle Pitts and a third rounder. Yeah. So, like, I understand yep. it, dude, but, like, I'm just not as high on Kyle Pitts as everyone is. Like, I get he's, like, a generational talent, but he doesn't have a QB. The Atlanta Falcons suck. And who's to say that their next QB that they might draft next year isn't a bust? Like, you don't know that. So, Darren Waller and Goddard will get me through. Isaiah likely might become a stud. I'm okay with that with that trade. Um, I think in Sleeper Keeper, I think I'm going to take D-Hop. Um, yeah, I think uh, Waller and Goddard should be fine. Waller just makes me nervous. Like, he hasn't been in camp, and is it, like, injury-related with his hamstring, or is it, um, you know, not injury well, He has a new agent now, too, doesn't he? His contract which is getting sorted out now. Yeah, he just signed to a new agent, so hopefully that's getting done. Um, but I was just like, you know what, dude? I got an opportunity here to swap Darren Waller for Kyle Pitts, and, like, I don't have – you know, I, my roster, like, I'm trying to win this year. If I had a better cor- a better quarterback, and, too, I would be so hype about this. It's a two-QB league, and I have Justin Herbert and Matt Ryan as my second quarterback, but then I have Sam and Darnold. And see, dude, and that's Ball my thing. Like, I stains. know my team in that league is already pretty bad, so I'm not, like, expecting to win this year. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm okay with kind of with unloading my top right. guy in Kyle Pitts, like, dynasty-wise, and kind of starting to look towards the future. Like, and also, it's not a big money leak. It's only like what twenty five bucks. We're not doing. We're doing I don't a even free, league, free this foot clan this year. I well, didn't either have way, I knew my team was bad care. in that league, so I'm not really like hurting either way. So, yeah. Um, let me see current leagues. Yeah, I have Dynasty Dickheads. Oh, wait, maybe I have to hit view all your leagues. Yeah, Dynasty Dickheads, Orchid, Sleeper Keeper. And Is then my CCU league Dynasty? Are we, paying for, are we doing here. a paid league in that one? I haven't I paid so. any of my dues. Know. I'm just going to do it all at once, like, whenever I get around to it. Just get it out of the way. Um, I would love to pay in that Foot Clan League because my team is my running backs are Javonta Williams, Alvin Kamara, James Conner, AJ Dillon, and then I have Boston Scott, Joshua Kelly, Pierre Strong, and Tyler Beatty. Um, my wideouts are CD Lamb, Cortland Sutton, Allen Robinson, Christian Kirk, Hunter Renfro, Chase Claypool, Devonta Smith, Drake London, George Pickens, Isaiah McKenzie, Nelson nice. Aguilar, Tutu Atwell. Dude, my wide receivers are so deep, and I've been trying to trade my wide receivers to upgrade elsewhere. Like I tried to, I tried to send Renfro, Christian Kirk, and a first round pick for Najee. Uh, yeah, I probably would have done the same as him, to be honest. Um, yeah, and he's rebuilding. His team kind of sucks. That's like his only good piece. And I also tried to send him like that same thing for I think Justin Fields, and he's like, I'm not. That's why I need quarterback help in both my dynasty leagues. I have Russ All and right. CCU, but the Foot Clan with the double QBs, I have like fucking Mac Jones and Ryan Tannehill, dude. I could just wait until next year's draft and pick a stud, but especially if I yeah. suck and have a high draft. 
yeah, and that's you do have true. Malik that's Willis who's going to be coming in for Tannehill. Um, should we get into a mock draft for our upcoming draft? Um, uh, are you going to draft from your actual yeah, we draft can do spot? That. I think I'm gonna. Cool. Yeah, I was gonna. Um, let me send you a fucking guy. New mock draft. Uh, is there a I way think to you can like, send it my you can copy the link and send it my DMs on Sleeper. It go down. Alright. Send you this link right now. Just thumbs down. <laughs> you like how my last message to you is just a that thumbs was a fair down trade. for the fucking poopy trade that you gave me? Ish. Um. All right, I'm in. I'm I'm the th- three spot, right? In this draft, yeah. Three, yeah. Um. Oh, this is one hour per pick for this mock. All right. I started up. So what's the uh, what's the format up. here? One QB, two two flex kicker defense. Oh, I fucking one hate QB, that shit. two running backs, two wideouts, tight end, bullshit. two flex kicker defense. Oh, dude, yeah, I hate kickers. All right, well I'm taking McCaffrey here. Jonathan Taylor um, and Derrick Henry went ahead of me. I'm going to take CMC. Yeah, that's good. That's an easy call, I think. And then it's Eckler and Cooper Cup off the board after that. Um, I'm not really sure if it's PPR, but I'm kind of going to assume it's PPR. I'm kind of torn between Justin Jefferson and Dalvin yeah. Cook, and I feel like that's such a tough choice right here. Um, I mean, look at the point differential between Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson. Well, I'm going to try something. Year, yeah, I'm taking Justin Jefferson. I was just going to say, like, I'm going to take him, but I'm nervous about it. Just because like, I'm nervous about building my running back depth. So it's Najee, Jamar Chase, Dalvin Cook, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, and Joe Mixon to round out the first round. And then Swift, Kamara, CeeDee Lamb, Travis Kelsey, Nick Chubb, boy. and Tyreek Hill to start the second round, which is easy. But, dude, I hate this because, like, right here it's, like, so easy. There's Aaron Jones and Saquon are on the board, and I like them both. I'm going to take Saquon in this situation, but, like, neither yeah, of them Yeah, that's why, really dude, there needs to be some sort of, drafts. like uh... – like algorithm for mock drafts that you can make that's like more accurate with that's real better. humans. You know what I mean? That doesn't just go straight off ADP. Yeah. Yeah. So I went Saquon and then it's Josh Allen, Aaron clock. Jones, and Johnny Sons back on the clock. CMC. With, uh, Do I want to double CMC up on, on running backs here and pick one of these top guys and then have a decent wide receiver fall back to me? I think that's fine. I think we're going to do it. Um, I don't have any stock in Javonta Williams this year, so I think I'm going to take Javonta Williams and see what it's about. I have a lot. So it goes Javonta, Debo, Mark Andrews, and then Zeke at the turn, AJ Brown, and we're back to Johnny, who's got CMC. And uh, we're going to go over to wide receiver and take my first wide receiver off the board. Top guys, Keenan Allen. I think that's the clear pick here, so I'm just going to go with him. Yeah, it's easy money. Keenan, Lenny, Fournette, Kyle Pitts, dude. Thank God, Team Five, you're dumb as fuck. You should have taken a running back. 
But that will leave me to get James Conner as my RB2. And, like, there's just, like, a yep. big drop-off, I feel like, from the top guys to there. Um, Or I could go, like, Michael Pittman here. I think that would be deadly. Justin Jefferson Michael Pittman as my top two wide receivers. That's a good pick. But, I probably no, would have go James, James Conner, too. I think he's going to have a great year. Just because, you know, I'm yeah. literally just scared That's how it of is, dude, not having running just backs. so much limited value at running backs compared to wide receivers. You can get so much better value at wide receivers later in the rounds. Yep. After I take Connor, Pittman goes right after. I'm sure Team 7 was happy to see me pass. And then it's David Montgomery, Travis Etienne, T. Higgins, Mike Evans, Cam Akers at the turn. DJ Moore, Darren Waller, Scary Terry, Jalen Waddle, George Kittle. Now it's back to me, and I have... Um, Justin Jefferson, Saquon, and James Conner. Uh, this is pretty easy for me here. I love this guy. Yep. If I can get him this late, it's Cortland Sutton. So I'm going to go. I got Jay Jefferson and Cortland Sutton as my two wide receivers. And then it goes so DK and, and Lamar, Conner. and it's back to me. Um, don't love the running backs here, but that's okay because I already have CMC and Javonta. Then take a look at the wide receivers. Uh, the top wide receiver is Deontay Johnson, and I'm not too high on him just because he, he is on the Steelers. Um, he had a decent year last year, Me but either. after that is Jerry Judy, Mike Williams. Uh, the and thing is, Justin Herbert is still Javante, on the fucking Keenan board, Allen. and I would get that Keenan Allen stack. I don't hate that. If I don't Ooh. take him, I think he is going to go. Um, until it comes back to me because he's the highest on ADP right now. So I think I'm just going to take Justin Herbert. Get crazy. Joe Jerry Burrow, Judy, that's Deontay, fine, dude. Grace I'll go back Hall to wide receiver and, and take Burrow a guy that I next. want. Um, so, yeah. Fuck that. Fuck yeah, that. Take Mike Williams, dude. Get the super uh, There's stack. a guy I really like here, um, and it's Hollywood or Allen Robinson. I don't mind the Allen Robinson pick. I think Allen Robinson is going to be yeah, back like to both his normal self this year with Matt Stafford at the helm. Um, I, I'm going to take Allen Robinson as my wide receiver too. Do it up, do it up. And then it's Josh Jacobs and Elijah Mitchell. So now I'm here with Justin Jefferson, Saquon Barkley, James Conner, and Cortland Sutton. And I do like Hollywood, but, I mean, Mike Williams is still on the right. board, so I'm going to go with Mike Williams, especially because I have James Conner. So then I'll be getting the James Conner Hollywood stack, which I don't love. So I'll take Mike Williams. I think he's a stud as my first flex. Yeah. Upside is out of this fucking world. And I already have Justin Jefferson, who's going to be good every fucking week. But it's Kyler, Dobbins, Antonio Gibson, Amari Cooper, Dalton Schultz, Hollywood to round out the five. Brandon Cooks, Michael Thomas, Jalen Hurts, CH, Juju, and Chris Godwin. Now here's where it gets interesting. Um, where do you go from here? So now I. this is where it gets interesting. Um. See, Jalen Hurts already off yep. the board, so whatever. Fuck the quarterback position. I'm gonna get myself a stud, and his name I like is it. AJ like Dillon. It. Um, this is like right around his, a good spot to get him for ADP. I'm fine with taking him. If I went like, oh, Michael Pittman instead of James Conner, and then Cortland Sutton, I would have been fine yeah. with taking AJ Dillon instead of Mike Williams in the fifth like a whole round early ahead of his ADP. I'd be fine with that. Um, so I'll definitely take him here in the six. Just got me a third stud. Then it goes Steelin, Darnell Mooney, back to me. Um, I'm just not 
like if you don't get a top three or four guy in the tight end spot, dude, I'm there's so much time you can wait to get a a guy that's gonna give you value. So I'm not even gonna waste time Easy. looking at the oh, tight yeah. end. I'm gonna go over to running back and see who's yep. available. The top guy is Miles Sanders, which I don't love. And then it's Damien Harris, Kareem Hunt, Cordell Patterson. Also don't really love the options there. Um let's get a flex guy at wide receiver because you're gonna get some value here. I do have a bit of uh, stock in this guy this year, and I think he's going to be a stud just because of, you know, the way he he was playing towards the end of the year last year. I'm going to go Amon Ra St. Brown. Yeah, that's fine. Fuck. I was hoping that team one would pass on uh, Russ and I could get Russ here. Because, like, you know, you, yep. team two, four, and five, all already have your quarterback. So, like, if this dude passes on Russ, um, I feel like money. this is a pretty easy pick for me here. Um, it's my guy. I tried. It was loaded. It's my guy. Pick him. Oh, yeah. Kareem Hunt. Dallas Got Goddard. Got by Team 5. Salute bag. I would have taken Gabe Davis there all day. Would have taken Gabe Davis there all day. Um, Let me see. Let me look at the tight ends. Ertz, Knox. Nope. No. Nah, none of this is really turning me on. You're turning me on. Turning me on. Um, that's a good pick. I'll take Hunter Renfro that's here. I really pick. like this. Dude, Renfro at your wide receiver, receiver four, four is great value. Um, I think Renfro's a stud. Yeah, I think he's going to be a stud, honestly. And like we were talking about with Waller, I'm a little bit nervous yeah. about his injury, like with his hamstring and all. So like, there's the possibility maybe he's not 100 p, and it's going to be like you know Renfro and Devontae are kind of running the show there for targets. Um, oh, but I love what just happened here, actually. I could go with a running back. There's a few that I like. I'm going to keep passing on quarterback and tight end because, like, Brady, Dak, Rodgers, they're all gone. So I'm just going to wait. I'll get somebody when I get somebody. Um, I'm going to take Devonta Smith. I don't hate it. I think he's going to be great. I think he has, like, a good chance to be – he's going to be, what, my he has, fifth He has potential to be, like, a top yeah. 20 wide Give receiver in the league, Smith. I think. Oh, for uh, then sure. it goes Devin Singletary, Alan Lazard, and it's back to me. I still don't love the value at running back, even though there is a. I know. Nah, I know who I'm going to take here. I'm going to go Damian Pierce just because he's pretty much the. He has no competition in that backfield right now. Um, I think he's going to be good. You know, on a shitty team. Yeah, I agree. So fantasy relevant, fantasy relevance is there. I'm going to take him. Do it up, do it up. And then it's Penny the Lockett, IU, Buffalo Bills, defense off the board drafts, early dude. in the ninth round. Like, it's not giving me oh any good God, looks at who's two. actually going to be on the board here. Um, I'm going to go tight end, and I think I'm going to take the guy that has, yeah. after this is kind of a solid drop-off, I'm going to take Dawson Knox just to get the value there before I have to take one of the low-end guys. Um, I've got three wide receivers and four running backs. Wide receivers still got some value later on. I think when it comes back to me that I can get. So I'm going to take the top guy at tight end. Yeah. Oh, I was going to take James Cook. Um, I think I'll pass on running back for now. There are some great options here at wide receiver that I'm a big fan of. Um, the tight ends aren't really tickling my fancy. I could go – yeah, I think I'll go Trey Lance at quarterback just like with his rushing ability. Like you said, I'm not real sold on him, but 
this late in uh, dude, the draft, I need a quarterback. He really, he really I'd rather could take a shot like on him than some the of the Jalen Hurts of last year, too. Yeah. Such a stud. Yeah. Let's see how this fucking draft goes. There's Robert Woods. I really liked him. He was one of the, he was probably who I would have taken if I didn't. And Christian Kirk was the other one. Those were the two I was looking at. Um, I'm glad I took Trey Lance because Kirk Cousins also went off the board who I would have taken. Um, let's see. Where do I want to go here? Give me I don't some hate of it. Sky Moore. I action, drafted him dude. in our dynasty league this um, year. The rookie draft. Juju's he's been getting his knee drained every week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Actually, I lied. Fuck that. He, dude, I, think he, I think I think Cole Komet might break out this year. And yeah. they'll have a breakout season because the Bears suck. Uh, it's back to me. I think I got to take a wide receiver here. There's some good options here. Um, I do like MVS in Kansas City, but. I just think Kelsey has such a grip on that offense where, you know, you n- you don't really know how much is going to be spread out. Yeah, but there's yeah, got to be got like Juju another guy or two to fucking, do something. I don't know. I just feel like there's like Kelsey and then a lot of guys at the same value level. So it's kind of just taking like a, a dart throw. Yeah. Yeah, Kelsey um, and then a bunch of question marks. I don't marks. hate Claypool or Pickens, but again, they don't, they don't really have a quarterback anymore. Sky Moore is kind of in the same boat as MVS. Uh, Boyd is, you know, he's got Jamar Chase yeah. and what's his name? Dude, fuck this. I've been T. super Higgins. high on Julio. I'm going to take Julio. He's f- Julio fucking Jones, dude. Yeah, I knew you would. It's going to come back to me anyway. And I'm going to take. Ooh, there's yeah, a- do it up. There's a few good options here. Um, I, uh, I, there's nothing that boils my blood more than seeing kickers come up on like the ADP. Fuck, fuck do I want you for? <laughs> um, I don't really know. I don't really know who to take here, dude. There's, there's like a few question marks. I think I got to bolster my wide receiver court. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go sky more just because of the, the ceiling that he has. Right, put me in a tough spot here because I would love to go wide receiver. Love Tyler Boyd late in drafts. I don't have him anywhere. I'd love to get some of him, but at the same time, I also would like to get a fourth running back. I don't know. Saquon, James Conner, and AJ Dillon are pretty sturdy top three if they're healthy. Yeah, I know. And there's two guys that I like at running back, and I think Who's one of them that? doesn't make it back to me. Um, but yeah, you had him last year in Daryl Henderson. I remember trying to trade trade for him. Like, a, I'm pretty sure you did, dude. I was trying to trade no, him I heavy don't think for you. So. Maybe with you last year. I was pretty high on him once Cam Akers went down. Yeah, he was just so good when he was used. Um. Yeah, no, I'm going to take Tyler Boyd here. I like pick. Tyler Boyd. I've liked him all offseason. I'm going to rock with him. And then we go a couple defenses, a couple kickers, a lot of kickers, a lot hey, of kickers. whatever. Fucking leave Kyle more Henderson. guys on the board for us. I don't give a shit. Of course. Yeah, but of course, the fucking last running back that I was like, oh, I fuck with this dude is gone. 
Um. All right. Well, now I have to take one. So I'm thinking. You're, you're taking a running back here. I thought I don't have to fucking. I see a guy. I don't have I to do anything. Right I don't now. want to. Okay. I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking MVS. I like him. Yeah. I think he slates to be the number one there in Kansas City. Especially with Juju's inconsistencies with his knee, so I'm just going to take MVS. I okay. think you know he's my wide receiver. Ba- fucking Tyler seven. Bass, Jarvis Landry, and I'm. I'm going to take Kenneth Gainwell. I think he's going to be a stud. Bass. That's what I was saying. You yeah, that's why I would. That's why I was going to like take. the MVS pick. Uh, back to me here. What do we got? We got. I like Tyler Al. How do you say his name? Algier. 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 Tyler Algier. I like him. Yeah, Algier. Um, I like some of the options at wide receiver. Uh, you know who I'm kind of high on this year? I'm going to take him right now. Is Dubes. He's looked pretty good in. Yeah, he's looked pretty good in uh, training camp so Romeo far. Romeo Dubes. Yeah, I am going to take Tyler Algier. Get myself a fourth running back. I like to yeah. go into the season with four. That's like kind of where I want to be. Now it's back to me. We got some kickers. We got some defenses. They're all shit. Nicholas. Nick Folk of the Patriots. Justin Fields in between kickers. Brandon McManus. Um, I'm going to go Robbie Gould just because it's, I don't know. I've seen his name a bunch. He's cool. Seems like a cool guy. And then defenses, I'm going to go like back. And I'm just going to take the birds defense. Now you're back. Fly Eagles fly, baby. Fuck off. Oh, boo. I wanted the birds, dude. The heck? Um, all right, I'm gonna take the Broncos then. Cool, and that'll do it for our mock draft. I like my, I don't mind my team in this draft. Um, um, all right. So from the top, read it out. We got Justin Herbert at quarterback. We've got Christian McCaffrey and Javante Williams at running back. Keenan Allen and Allen Robinson as our wide receivers one and two. Dawson Knox at tight end. Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Kareem Hunt in the flex. Robbie Gould at kicker and the Eagles at defense. And then on our bench, we have Damian Pierce, Julio Jones, Sky Moore, Kenneth Gainwell, and Romeo Dubes. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I don't love your bench, but your starters are nice. For me, I got Trey Lance at quarterback, um, Saquon, James Conner, A.J. Dillon, and Tyler Algier round out my running back core. I have Justin Jefferson, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams, Hunter Renfro, Devonta Smith, Tyler Boyd, and MVS That's as my mean, wide receiver dude. core. That is a mean Woo! receiving core. Baby, yeah. that is a mean receiving core, bro. Um, Cole Komet, tight end, Nick Folk, my kicker, and the Broncos. Wow, that's that my receiving defense. core is nice. <laughs> thank you, Mary. <laughs> thank you very much, Dick Thighs. I will be taking the payment dick now in advance. The dick Thighs, baby girl. Uh, so it some feels people weird said, doing a mock after like how many actual drafts we've been doing. I gotta look at like, this lately. I know that is. Um, let me like. Can I see the draft settings somewhere? Is it really one hour per pick? Like we can't do that, bro. For the actual draft, like is that the way that the shit works? Is that the? I rules? don't mind it. Let's get the shit rolling. Yeah. 
One hour per. Oh, pick? is that it's is it supposed to be draft, like a slow though. draft though? Because if it's a slow draft with those settings, then I'm fine with it. But I would also no, wouldn't I don't mind sitting so. down and just knocking it out at once. Two minutes per pick. That's what I thought it was going to be. But like when I click on like draft room, it says one hour per pick. Don't love that. Damn. Nah. <laughs> gonna have to tell the boy like, hey, you know, we're it not says trying to, one we're hour trying to for, get this popping before the fucking season starts. Is that you know right? I mean? Or are we doing two minutes? Right. I'm not trying facts, to be snoozing facts. either, and my, you know I'm getting auto picks in here. I do, I do like the pause. Uh, like, nah, it just adds to it. Like how you can pause the draft in a slow draft because then it's like you can still pick, but also like you're not yeah. pressed for time. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. I just turned the clock off for hours. Yeah, for sleeper or for orchids. After the weekend, I was like, all right, we do two hours during you know. Waking hours during Dude, the weekend. It's going to be cool we'll to do, see, like, you know, you know how you can go back and look week. at, like, the league history after each season and see, like, the stats. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be cool to see our Orchids League, like, yeah. 10 years down the line. Like, dude, like, 15 years ago when we were in college, like, look at all, like, look at our draft board and stuff. Like, did you see the snap uh, memory that Mayo sent of our draft board? That shit was, that was crazy, dude. Did you see how, like, yeah, that was how much everybody's matured in, like, their fantasy football draft, yeah. like, ability and stuff? It's It's crazy. Yeah, it was. Oh, yo. Yeah, me too. I wish I was the only one that matured in that respect. <laughs> I wish you guys didn't know shit. I wish you guys all still sucked. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I want to steal candy from babies. Uh, candy tastes better when you steal it from babies, honestly. I don't know why you're laughing. I'm serious. Yeah, it does. Two hours on the All dot. Right. Uh, the I want to shout here. out Daddy Maz because he told me last week that he listened to our entire two-hour um, episode from the last one that we did. So hope you're listening to this one. Good luck on your fantasy draft this year. I know you're just starting to get that shit popping right now. So, dude, the old Donald Maz is nice with fantasy football, and he's like he's kind of like an old school drafter. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't like. He's not like super into like ADP and like you know getting value. He just drafts the guys he likes, and he's always like top three, fin- like finishes top three in his league. Not too bad, man. So hopefully we give you a little bit of insight if you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> take the guys I that I picked. Where, where he's drafting from this year? <laughs> Probably from the back. Yeah, I think we they both do drafted like from the front half. Or, or no, he said they do random, but I think he finished like second or third last year. But yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what you it wouldn't should make do any sense for redraft. Yeah, you don't want to get punished for winning Our your league, league in a will redraft. Be reversed. That's fucking stupid. Right. right. Oh, so I have being, nobody that I right, had last right. year. I'm just getting punished. We're all starting at the same spot, and I'm getting punished. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm. We all good. paid the same amount of dues, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I paid eighty percent of our dues, and then I have to pick in the bag. Oh, I mean, that would be funny. reasonable, you know. All right, we'll see you fuckers next week for an episode of the Random Roommates podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Hope you stuck around, dicked off with us. <laughs> and if you didn't, then go fuck yourself. And I can say that because Precisely. you're not going to hear this because you didn't stick around. Better myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Actually, if you if you didn't make it this far and somehow you just fast forwarded to the end, you skipped through the whole thing. At least, like, thanks for giving us a listen and stuff. Thanks you know for what? We're going to clip the end of this episode so that if you didn't listen to the full thing, you'll see it on our socials and then feel bad for not listening to the whole episode. Yeah. Ha. That's what you get. All right. Enjoy your weekend. It's going to make somebody smile. Smooches. <laughs>